0: You good? Ready? Yeah. Welcome to the Time Out Podcast, guys. I am your host CJ, and I'm here with it's your boy DC. You wait for more names? No, Can I get more names
1: this week.
0: <laughs> no, not no, no more names. Not not your full title you? this week. Uh, no, no, so no, 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 no. what a what a what a week. Anything interesting what? happen, Davian? You think of anything interesting? I can't. I think it was a pretty really boring no, week really. actually. Nah, nothing. I don't no, think no. anything. Oh, oh, happened. there was this. Uh, there was this little thing i don't yeah. know if you heard but james harden got traded
1: now now you mention it yeah that did happen didn't it yeah yeah,
0: yeah. uh also kyrie irving is still isn't playing uh games are being postponed everywhere literally but we still time. had a week of basketball we have still yeah. had a week of basketball so how about let's get right into it let's go through the week i've highlighted a few games uh and then we'll pick a we'll pick a who's good who's bad and then later on we actually have a guest yeah. mr daniel raza gonna talk to Thanks. us about uh nba media coverage uh basketball media coverage in general and then lastly we, we are going to talk about that trade we're going to talk about the Brooklyn nets in general because yeah, I'm not talk- having a very interesting team this week
1: <laughs> yeah um as, someone who, as you know we look at you know. We look at basketball as fans, but you know, as you know, producing a podcast, you normally want something big to happen, and Brooklyn just decided to give us everything in one week. Just like, oh, oh okay. his content, I have know. a scripted, I
0: have a scripted <laughs> rant. So. so yeah, guys, but Chris we'll get to pre- that later. Let's- Chris is Chris yes.
1: is prepped and prepared for this. this prepped. <laughs>
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, let's go it's through this week. week. So on Sunday we had a few interesting games. We had the LA Lakers beating the Houston Rockets one twenty to one hundred and two. Now this wasn't that game. That was yes. the, not not that game. game. This won. was the game that LeBron scored eighteen. A D had twenty seven. Demarcus uh, Cousins and Marcus Morris uh, got into a shoving match, and yeah. Demarcus ended up ejected not for the shoving match though just for a hard foul yeah. uh Brooklyn lost to okc 129 to 116. uh it was kd's return Kyrie was still out for personal reasons whatever spiritual journey he's on uh <laughs> kd went. kd had 36 karis Levert had 21 i think that would actually be his last uh game as a Brooklyn net, I think. I don't know. Uh but Thunder win behind Shea Shea's thirty one, Al Holford's twenty-two, and twenty-five for Diallo. Interesting. Uh the LA Clippers beat the Chicago Bulls. Kawhi ended up scoring ten thousand career points. He scored thirty-five. Uh Levine had forty-five though, but he ended up airballing uh (laughs) the game time three. So You know, couldn't make, make it forty eight. And, uh, and then the last the last game on Sunday. Uh we had uh Golden State Warriors beating Toronto by one point, one oh six to one oh five. Uh Steph was uh one from ten from three. Uh and damian Lee, uh but he and en- I still think he ended up scoring thirty or something. Uh right. Damian Lee hit the game winner. Uh Dre had a near triple double, he was only a one assist shy. Uh, there was that last possession that Dre was just shouting at every player was amazing. Defensively, oh,
1: uh, is that the Draymond game? Green. Is that the one with the last, that's the um, Siakam spin move.
0: Yes, it was. At the end. Uh, oh, Dre was, was te- J. Draymond. So, you can see him shouting yeah, the so, play. Yeah, um, I watched
1: a breakdown on that because um, after yes. our podcast this week, obviously you did a big point about how Draymond really helps Golden State. So um yeah, we're look, looking at it and. There was a breakdown of that move and you can see like as he's like no he's gonna do this and go here so you got to go there when he comes here switch and literally Tarno were like oh we can't run the thing we want you to uh siakam here you go and then he tried to do that spin move thing where <laughs> there's a joke that siakam tries a bunch of new moves but it never works so he just goes back to the spin moving shoots there's like a Twitter yep, video bro, do it constantly <laughs> and it didn't work this time
0: no, it didn't work this time either, but that's mainly down to Draymond Green uh, also, being anything but in the spot score. The second Malcolm took the shot, Draymond put his hands in the air, and I was like, that is toxic. He's like, he's a mess. Yes. So, <laughs> Before Draymond, I did write down here that there was no Heat and Celtic game because I thought it would be significant, the fact that it was postponed, and it was like one of the first games to be postponed. But as you find out throughout the later in the week, Lots of yeah. games got postponed, but I they are just postponed. To... If it... Yeah, yeah. There, there's some games I've been looking forward to, like this Heat Celtics game I was looking forward to. Yeah. But yeah. you know, they're, they're postponed. They're not. They're not gone. They're postponed. Yeah. Uh, it looks like back, uh, well. the league, then league just want to power through the season. There's no Apparently, bubble. There's no talks of a bubble again. The
1: problem with the power through thing is like. <laughs> Where we finding the time in the schedule to get these games back in? Like it was tough when the Lakers and Clippers missed one game last season, and they found there was a struggle to get that back in the schedule. These man, the NBA schedule is so like tightly done that when you have to do all these postponements and different teams, it's gonna. be it's basically, someone's got a lot of work to do.
0: Plus, <laughs> plus they got a- the potential play-ins and then the playoffs. So yeah. there's that. Uh, okay, so let's move on to Monday. You had Charlotte taking on New York. They beat New York by 109-88. to Howard had 34. Lamelo had 8, 14, and 7. Uh, Portland beat Toronto by 1.112-111. 1. to 111. CJ scored 30. Dame had 23. Melo had 20. Uh, Nurkic had a quad contusion. This would be what the first injury of the week for Nurkic, who got injured every other game this week. Oh, I so think he they got they injured on... Uh, he got injured on Friday with a wrist injury. Here yeah. it's a quad contusion, but on uh, on th- on Friday it's a wrist injury. Uh, CJ hit a game winner. Siakam had 22. Larry had 18 points, nine rebounds. Siakam missed another game winner. After the day before missing the one against Golden State, he missed another one. Uh, then we had Washington and Phoenix. There was no Russell, Russell Westbrook, but Beals sc- scored 34 points to Booker's Booker, uh to Devon Booker's 33 and ended up winning 128 to 107. The Milwaukee Bucks absolutely blew out the Orlando Magic uh, 121 to 99. Uh, uh, the Magic uh, scored 17 in the fourth quarter. Booker scored 35 to uh, Magic 17 in the fourth quarter. Aaron Gordon actually scored a massive poster on Giannis as well, who tried to take a charge, but it just didn't yeah. happen. <laughs> Not happening. Okay, so we move on to Tuesday, and this—it's this game. Yeah. So you had the LA Lakers absolutely crushing the Houston Rockets, one seventeen to one hundred. Before you do this, you're gonna play it. You're no, gonna play it. No, did, you're no, gonna it
1: ready? They you're to play it. it. After intro, and Orange crush them. You, so I saw this highlight because I didn't watch the game at the time. You know, working all week, it's fine. I will had to catch up with it. I saw this on the week. Second quarter, LeBron was doing this. There is an art to that. LeBron James. They're cutting the, up now. The, <laughs> they're cutting up now. They're having too much fun now. They're <laughs> cutting up. Cut, kind of night, B. Haywood, that LeBron James and a double and a pump fake before that. Come on, man. That's disrespectful <laughs> that's right there. Uh, but that's fun, this, too. It, it's,
0: so, yeah. it It is disrespectful. That is so, hugely disrespectful. Uh, in the second quarter as well.
1: So that I mean, not only was that game disrespectful, that game led to a lot of things. So obviously, wait, wait, wait,
0: wait, to... wait, wait before before we see what led to it, Davian, can you tell? Can you tell us the story oh. behind yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm behind to. that so, no look?
1: So LeBron has come out in the media after the game because people wonder why was it hitting no look threes in the second quarter. This isn't like LeBron. So reports asking the question. So why did you do that? So it turns out that when the ball was thrown <laughs> to LeBron. Dennis Schroeder from behind him said, I bet you won't make it. <laughs> so LeBron was like, okay. And in, in LeBron's mind, he said, the only two ways you can, you know, there are only two ways you can confirm a bet. is you shake a man's hand or you look him in the eye. So he decided to take the three, turn around, look Dennis Schroeder in the eye, say bets as the three was going in, which is why the bench, started running along the sideline with him because they couldn't believe that he had the disrespect to hit a no-look three. After, not only did he hit no-look three, he pump faked it so the defender came closer, and then then, then took the three. It was, yep.
0: And it, uh, it, wasn't the, it wasn't the only interesting uh, post-game conference, wasn't it? We had Harden and John oh, Wall.
1: So just to round that up, um, obviously, this is the second time that the Lakers have beaten the Rockets in a week, obviously, as we said um mm-hmm. so like so they had an interview with Harden. they want to ask him like what's going wrong you know what is the team chemistry okay and harden said this team doesn't work this team is awful they're going nowhere he basically said you can't paper over the cracks this team's dreadful this then led to yep. people being like whoa that's a bit Um, like, why would you say that? And obviously, we know now later on, yeah, like
0: John, like John Wall, John Wall, who said, If if this team isn't on the same page, we're not going to win games. We need to be on the same
1: page. What John Wall said specifically is, he said that in a team, especially a basketball team, we need number one and number 15 to all be on the same page. You need to have people who fill out their roles, people who know what they do, and we all work as a team to the same goal. For most teams, that's a championship, we're we're aiming for the same thing. Not everything can get there, but. We're trying to get to the same place, and if one person isn't, um, you know, trying to pull in the same direction, then the team won't work. And then he also said, "It's only been nine games. Why are we trying to blow this up?" It wasn't a, it wasn't a subtle shot at Harden. It wasn't a, it wasn't like any like it wasn't like a what if. The question was about Harden. That was a direct response to him. Also, Demarcus Cousins came out and said that, you know, a lot of people felt disrespected about the way Harden was speaking.
0: And... Well, I mean, I would be upset if uh, if he was talking shit about me, and he scored sixteen points on five from sixteen from the field and one from six from three point range. Yeah. I w- I would be upset too. Um, would... But what what did that ultimately lead to? That that was Harden's last game as a Houston Rocket, so that was wasn't last it? Last
1: game as Houston, so. Was it Wednesday. Why
0: well, not? It would have been Wednesday evening. Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Wednesday.
1: He ended oh, up was... getting traded. So yeah. Um. While we were doing the other podcast, to, but I, um, to so the yeah, Brooklyn
0: you... Nets, but we will we will go in we're depth on Nets, that trade later. A lot uh, let's crazy. just move on then to so, a Brooklyn game. Brooklyn versus Denver. Same day, Tuesday. Uh, Brooklyn. Ended up beating Denver 122-116. to 116. Durant had 34, 13 assists, and one rebound try of a triple-double. Uh, Nuggets had three starters with 20 points, though. Decent. Wow, yeah. Uh, then you had – this was my game of the week. It, was it? No, this is definitely my game of the day, though. You had Philly versus Miami, and Philly won 137-134. to 134. It broke my heart. MVP'd uh, had 45, uh, and Tyler Hero had – 34 uh simmons uh uh simmons first game back i think uh yeah danny green had 27 points uh hero was absolutely clutch for the miami heat he was making I shots think, to hit left i think right it's center. important
1: to mention that both teams had a very 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 restricted roster
0: Yes, they both did, so, but I'd like to mention that right. Philly still had Bem Simmons, and Philly had, the, and Philly ben, had their stars. Philly
1: had their stars, but then had no bench. Miami literally were without Butler. I don't, like who was
0: for that game? Butler, Bam. I think they still had drugge I think they had drugge
1: I don't know. I'd have to check that. I don't think
0: basically there were some players. Yeah, he, he, Bam, Bam, yeah he, he, he were down to ball. the Miami Heat were down to seven players. Yeah and for them to danny green like, had 20 had 29 points on and yeah. he scored nine threes nine <laughs>
1: yeah but
0: uh um, it
1: was like record threes for him i think
0: i don't know let's uh, just move on because it was a loss to the miami heat <laughs> <laughs> what because right, he got because you got Golden State versus Indiana. Indiana won one hundred four to ninety five. Curry had twenty. Wiggins had twenty two. Miles Turner had twenty two. Uh, the Pacers end the game on a thirteen to nothing run. Decent for them. Yep. Then we move on just to Wednesday. Wednesday, as we know, is a game back. with a huh? Um, just circle back just, what you do.
1: Uh, Miami had they had no um drag itch It was they. We had Gabe Vincent starting the point guard.
0: He actually got twenty four points. Yeah, he did decently, as far as I remember. He did decent. Yeah, he he got, like scored twenty points, twenty
1: four points, and like three assists. But yeah, it was decent. But yeah, so there was a lot out. But yeah,
0: on to Wednesday. Wednesday, uh, you had the Lakers uh, absolutely blowing out OKC, one twenty eight to ninety nine. Lakers, uh, are got off to a team record seven and zero road start, thanks to a LeBron twenty six point game. Yeah. it's... You had Brooklyn beating New York with Durant's 26. Sorry, you were going to say.
1: nothing really. Just the Lakers are just...
0: (laughs) You can see... LeBron's having an MVP season. I I really don't think anyone else is beating LeBron LeBron to the MVP. this early in the race.
1: I just, I just, watching the Lakers, like, they beat Rockets twice. (laughs) They're just going, they've just been running through teams. But doing it in such a calm, casual way that you don't even, like, it's like, oh, the Lakers won, and... (laughs)
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Brooklyn. So, yeah, Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn beat them 116-109, uh, Dur- behind Durant's 26. Uh, you got Milwaukee beating Detroit 110-101. to Giannis' 20th career triple-double. He had 22-10-10. Then you had uh, Dallas beating Charlotte 104-93. to Porzingis returned to this game. He had 16 points. Luca had a 34-13 rebound, 9 assists no one on in charlotte had a good game hayward had 16 and Mel- Lamelo <laughs> had four points
1: yeah
0: i don't know what it's about the brothers,
1: but then they can blow hot and cold
0: <laughs> oh Just, yeah they're they're the most inconsistent players ever <laughs> uh, then you got the la clippers taken on the pelicans uh, 111 to 106 alexander walker scored 37 points Ooh. Uh, Kawaii had twenty eight, and Paul George had twenty seven. Uh, Portland beat Sacramento one thirty two to one twenty six. Damien had forty. C J McCollum had twenty eight. Uh, twenty six from Heald and twenty nine from Fox. Uh, they ended up blowing a massive lead, though. And then we, and then we move on to Thursday. You got a 104 to 114 win to, for the Denver Nuggets uh, behind a Jokic triple double. Wiseman had a massive poster. That was so good. Uh, so now, uh, until this game, uh, fun stat, um stat, uh, if if Steph, if Steph Curry scores 20 plus points in a win, yeah. they they win. Uh, sorry, 30 po- plus points they win. Yeah. If he ever gets less than 20 they lose Uh, less than less than 30 less than 20 yeah something like that they lose up until this game when he scored 35 points He was five from 11 from three uh 11 rebounds but they lost yeah but houston beat san antonio in their first game without james harden chris wood had 27 points 15 rebounds and three blocks (laughs) and after the game he called Shaq a casual <laughs> what I Yeah, so called- after, in the post game he called he called Shaq a casual because Shaq didn't know how good he was uh, He's basically called, calling him that. like a casual fan because he doesn't really yeah, know no, anything about Yeah
1: no, I get that but I think I I don't think there are many people who were like I think people knew Christian Wood could ball but this season he's been having on Houston it's been
0: Well not, now he's got without Harden he kind of has free reign I think oh, yes. He's going to have a lot of the, the, The pick and rolls with John Wall are going to be key
1: for that. I think when we look at the trade more, I think that is something I want to go into because they do.
0: The Houston, I don't think Houston lost this. I think. Oh, by no means did they lose it. Yeah. Uh, in that game uh, for san antonio Keldon johnson scored 29 points which is good for him indiana also beat portland 111 to 87. nurkic ended again which is his wrist. damon cj both went 22 points apiece brogdon had 25 and sabonis had 23. uh they end up getting karis lavert in that trade so we'll yep. see how he fits into this amazing well, indiana team
1: once he comes back is um out indefinitely <laughs>
0: Uh, then we had uh Philly versus Miami part two. This time it was a more defiant victory for Philly, one twenty-five to one oh eight. Ben Simmons had a triple double, Shake Milton had thirty-one off the bench, and Emb- but Embiid had nine points. You actually you didn't need it, I guess. Apparently. Uh <laughs> then we moved to Friday, one twelve to ninety-five. The LA Lakers beat the Pelicans. Uh Lakers went on a twenty-four to three run in the third. To stop a slow start, Zion had twenty-one, and Ingram had twenty. Uh, you had Milwaukee beating Dallas one twelve to one oh nine. Luca had twenty-eight points, thirteen assists, and no rebounds. Giannis had thirty-one points. Uh, there was a massive clutch duel with between Middleton and uh, Luca. Uh, Twenty-two points from Tim Hardaway as well, just to, a little help there. That, that was a really good game. That was a really good game. I watched that. that was. It was a great game. Uh, po- possible future finals. Who knows? LA, LA Clippers versus Sacramento Kings. You got one absolutely blew the Sacramento Kings out. 138-100. to 100. uh, Kawhi had 27 points. PG had uh, 26 points. Uh, they had six players in double digits. Oh. <laughs> but on the opposite side, you had nine points from Buddy Hill 14 from De'Aaron Fox. But you got 20 from Martin Bagley. So, you know, there's something to be happy about. Now, the Boston Celtics took on the Orlando Magic. Boston absolutely blew them out, 124 yeah. to 97. But Taco Fall hit a three off the glass. Did you see it?
1: Yeah, I saw it. He
0: hit off the glass. It is oh, it was the dodgiest thing I've ever seen. Hey, hey, the bank's open. He <laughs> <clears throat> didn't call bank, though. He didn't call bank. You call bank. Right. Anyway, Saturday, yesterday, last night. Last night, you had a 122 to 114 victory for Brooklyn Nets. This is first game, James Harden's first game as Brooklyn Net, and he got a triple, a 30-point triple-double, may I add? Yeah. And I think it's the first time anyone's debuted with a 30-point triple-double. So um, it's the
1: first time that anyone's ever debuted with a 30-point triple-double. Also speaking you of you
2: know,
0: Harden against Ross,
1: step back, Jay. Sweet James Harden from downtown welcome to brooklyn harden handles it ball fake perimeter durant bottom a three where was this against the lakers head ass huh? <laughs>
0: sorry where
1: was this against the lakers uh, when was Houston? Well, he,
0: he didn't oh, care when he like, didn't care i know yeah but anyway yeah. in that in that in that game in that game Durant had forty two as well. Just thought I'd mention that. Yeah,
1: the thing uh, is, Portland the thing beat is,
0: Atlanta I
1: my... one. On. I think I was watching that game. Yeah, um, KD's automatic. <laughs> if there was any worries about his Achilles or him not being the same, oh,
0: yeah, he's just yeah. Because every time they got
1: closer to KD he was like, Slenderman is on it.
0: Yeah. So, Portland beat Atlanta 112-106. to 106. CJ went down early in the first quarter. He only played 16 minutes. So, Lillard t- basically took over and got 36 points. Uh, Lillard took a clutch uh, charge, a clutch defensive play from Dem- Damian Lillard. Never thought I'd see the day. Uh, and then, Memphis beating, 106- Memphis beating Philly 106-104. to 104. Now, MB didn't play the game, but this was jean Morant's return after having three weeks out. I think because of a uh i can't remember was it a sprain or a quad contusion i can't remember um but he came back and scored 17 points ben simmons had a near triple double he had 11 points and nine assists 16 rebounds shape milton had 28 points and tobias harris had 21 points but they just couldn't get a victory and that was this week yeah that was this week yep so teams my team of the week for the east now <laughs> i'm not gonna say brooklyn uh, i'm gonna say indiana because i believe they went on this week i think either that but they they come out plus in a trade they and they they took down some competition they beat portland they beat gold state warriors they had a really good week and they don't have a star player quote unquote star player so who yeah. who's your team of the week?
1: I mean, mine is Brooklyn, purely for the off field quarries. I think getting that James Harden trend the way they're playing. I mean, while it's Harden and Durant playing, then yes, they're my team mm-hmm. of the week. Who, I mean, Chris, know, back who, the Chris hey, hey! I've said since Harden, you
0: know, I, I'm doing it mostly for most of yeah, the, the trade. Yeah, since Harden, but, they're one and zero. Oh.
1: Yes, and team of the now. week, We're
0: David, on, not team of the yes, day. Yeah, and I said for off off court reasons.
1: I'm going with brooklyn for oh, i'm, Spain, I'm okay. still
0: disagreeing with that for off-court reasons i'll tell you why later oh, <laughs> God, we, know, we know why you but now who's your
1: chris who's
0: your negative team of the week chris oh shit.
1: Uh, oh on, who's before still-
0: we go on to that i want i want to give a shout out to boston who are continuing to win without jason tatum i just want to point that out that they yeah. continue into it yeah. uh i'm gonna have to say miami but that's because miami. they've a, a, well they lost to detroit last night yeah by saying, 20 man. points uh but in all fairness have, have they won this weekend? they haven't had all their players but yeah. you know they've they've there's disappointed
1: it, me bro. there's reasons for it but they've lost to philly
0: twice Lost to, but uh yeah never mind I, I thought you were gonna find the different person the way out
1: well. of
0: them. no so who's who's your low mine was miami that's why i said it like that uh, <laughs> Yeah. No. But uh, now, uh there was a team that, i mean i could mention lakers as well i mean lakers have been dominant l.a clippers have been playing like they should uh yeah. milwaukee are finally um, looking like they're the clippers, easing into now, you know, now the
1: clippers are playing um they no more load management and they're really just playing that Kawhi pg duo is looking better they are getting 20 points 25 points consistently you look good yes yes they are they <laughs> are I'm making my nomination for my player of the week right now because my player of the week is. Nah. <laughs> nah. I just want to. My wanna player play of the week do is the bar.
0: Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I just to do, do that. that. Go on, no, go on. Play it. Play it. Play it. Play it. Oh, yes. Do it. Do it. Do it.
1: Do it. Do it. <laughs> Look at the bench! Look at the bench! Oh,
0: the bitch. <laughs> I just want to do that. <laughs> you got to call the bank glass. is open on Sundays. Glass. The bank is open. But yeah, it's um, uh, It was Saturday. It was Friday, actually. It was Friday night.
1: <laughs> Bank's open whenever Taco wanted to. But now, Um, I think the Lakers, they, they looked taco up. It's Taco's day up. every day. It's Taco, for right now. Um, the, I wish the you'd get look, that on Tuesday. That would have been great. But the Lakers look great. And they taco look like there's Tuesday. more steps for them to go. So they look like they can get better. The Clippers look like they can get better. Milwaukee looked decent. And then there were a few teams who were just obviously waiting for players to come back from whatever... Um, obviously, Karis Levert's out for um, indefinitely while he's getting some medical examination. He's got a mass, so they've got to sort that out. So, but when he comes back, that's gonna be dangerous. Like, like COVID
0: related. Yeah,
1: it's um, it's gonna be a lot of. But it's, I think it's for me. It's amazing how the Lakers have just been like, okay, this is a weird season. Whatever's going on, but don't worry, we'll just go win away like consistently. It's fine. will just. It's
0: been fun yeah so that that's been this week now i think is is our guest ready (laughs) sorry i can can see him he's he's he nodding (laughs) is he is he ready is he ready (laughs) ready?
2: how's it going
0: is he ready he's here hey there he is What's Ladies good. and gentlemen, Daniel Raza joins the Timeout podcast. How are you doing, Dan?
2: Yeah, I'm doing well, boys. How are you? You sound clear. I like it. Yeah, man. Got a blue blue snowball mic. alright gang, are... gang,
1: gang,
0: gang. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> This is it. This is the one. Can't, can't. I
0: need to get one. I need to join the crew. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm currently running on score Candy headphones right now, which, which.
1: That uh,
0: film, man. So, Flex London. Uh, right so for anyone who's watching who doesn't know dan raza we've we've known him years we've known him since college but uh yeah. why why don't, why don't we let dan uh talk about himself so what do you do dan and yeah what's your thoughts on basketball
2: <laughs> yeah okay well i suppose like I've been working in sports media for a very long time since I was about 16. Um, so always just kind of been interested in loads of different sports. Like at the moment, currently my work is very much on social media content, creating social media content, um, you know, sending it out to the UK, but also for world audience uh, in the past as well. I've worked on production for the news and also just again, helping out with pro- production of general sports, uh, radio shows as well, and I suppose, like yeah, currently what I do outside of that is a, a podcast as an Aston Villa fan um for a podcast called The cast But I suppose with that, it kind of it's another thing which has helped me kind of start to follow the Bucks and Yannis Intanacampo and and, and, and and all of that. So I, I I always enjoy kind of drawing the two sort of comparisons between uh, between NBA sides and. Premier League sides and all of that, but yeah, I suppose generally my thoughts on basketball. It's a great sport. Really enjoy watching it. I really enjoy playing the games, um, and I'm enjoying watching it grow as uh, in in popularity in the UK. Yeah.
0: Okay. Qu- one sh- quick question. On Two K, t- who's your team?
2: Two K box. Yeah, it's the box. The box just Giannis just dunking but on everybody man that's
1: it I throw the ball to Janice that's
2: it <laughs> it's exactly what I do it's oh, exactly Giannis what and I do and I, I I don't I don't rely on any three-pointers I don't score three-pointers <laughs> I just drive <laughs> uh yeah
0: hey, uh, Dan have you uh have you worked on anything basketball related before with your work in the media
2: yeah, no. As I, as I say, so because because of works with like world news as well. I think, um, especially like on overnights, on, like on overnight uh, shifts and stuff. You know, you yeah. want to be getting out bulletins and sort of talking about what's what's going on during that night. Uh, basketball's been quite popular for that. We we, we have to we we've had to um, as well kind of speak to basketball journalists, get them on world shows. This is the interesting thing when you're talking about world content or like content which is supposed to be international basketball is always up there i suppose it's it's now i suppose basketball has to try and contend with the premier league to kind of get onto the uk related stuff but a lot of this is about stories and, and 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 who's big at the moment so if lebron does something lebron goes and scores 50 points or whatever like you can expect him to get mentioned yeah. James Harden, you you see, you're seeing everything that's going on with him right now. You can expect him to get mentioned. Um, so yeah, I suppose for me, when it comes to basketball-related content, it's um, it's it's whatever's relevant in the news at the time, or which whatever 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 you know, media broadcasting companies um, expect to be of interest to the listener or the or the viewer. Cool.
0: Well, funny you should mention like the extra, the extra viewership going up because I found out that in the UK, uh, NBA league pass, which is like the NBA's little like subscription service, uh, in 2019 yeah, yeah. that went up, like 30%, which makes them the fifth largest market outside of the NBA, uh, outside of the U S and China. So with that extra NBA and found them, uh, do you think there'll be even even more coverage on NBA or maybe basketball in general
2: yeah look we're, we're seeing it already we're seeing it already so we, we, we're seeing so many NBA games broadcast in the UK I suppose the, the difficult thing for a lot of people is that at the moment if you don't have access to that uh, you have to be a basketball fan to to get into basketball I think I think that's I think that's the struggle that they have at the moment right? The NBA pass, it will get bought by, by people who enjoy basketball or already have a team or have somebody to follow. Um, but I, I think, you know, we, we talked about this before, but we, we, we're seeing pre-match and we're seeing post-match analysis being done within the UK from from UK um, production houses. And that's really good to see. But I think as well, the basketball has done a really good job of making itself relevant in the social sphere as well. And because of that, uh, it's it it has been popular on social media. You you know, you look at some of the NBA stars that have spoken out in the last year, particularly with Black Lives Matter, Um, I think as people are kind of becoming more familiar with those personalities and becoming more familiar with with what some of these players stand for, I think we're kind of seeing more and more people want to tune in, kind of say, yeah, all right, I will watch LeBron play It's cool to To watch LeBron play, it's cool to watch the Lakers. It's cool to watch whatever James Harden is doing. Um, so yeah, I suppose I, I suppose that um, in recent years the coverage is getting better, and as the demand keeps going up, we're just gonna we're just gonna see that increase, man. Well, I think well, basketball the
0: difference between basketball and most other sports, most other sports, you know, like, for example, football, which has 11, 11 players on the pitch, and uh, NFL, which is the biggest sport in in america itself has a lot more players on the on the pitch at all all times pitch i don't know what you call it field 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 um i think with basketball because there's a lot less players it's very easy to kind of latch on to one of them one superstar Mm -hmm. one person so you got it's very easy to connect with a LeBron James or a Steph Curry and with the rise of social media and stuff like that, you kind of, it's kind of, it makes sense because you're watching videos of these guys every day and the fact that NBA basketball is pretty much played every day rather than, you know, once a week like football is or twice a week like football is, it's very easy to latch onto these players, but not only latch onto them, but you're seeing them almost every day.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think I, th- I think as well that's that's one of the unique challenges that basketball has actually as well. The fact that they play it every day. Because it can be it can be um, what's the word? Um, slightly scary for somebody to kind of look at that and go oh how do I even follow this? Yeah. But that's where that's where NBA that's that's where the NBA that's where basketball goes right. Well, we have stories, right? Mm-hmm. We've got these storylines. There's a storyline going on with James Harden. People are following that. Yeah. You know, think- you you look at the draft guys like LaMelo Ball, right? Yeah,
1: as well. Yeah. I think basketball does that well. It does the storylines really well, where you follow things throughout a season. So now mm-hmm. we will be looking at James Harden when he goes back to Houston. We did have Lamelo versus brother. There are certain matchups you end up looking at, like okay, I need to see that because the story of the basketball game becomes more than just a game, which is always nice. And I think in basketball you do have that opportunity where individuals do get to shine out more than other sports. So that's why a player like LeBron James can, you know, hit like corner threes and look away and that'll be a highlight that everyone sees because you've got that chance and i think it differs from most of the sports where you know because when it, when basketball's on it's constantly on you've got you got like five or six games every day like
2: yeah, yeah, team, yeah,
1: yeah. teams are playing back to backs like you will see it and because of that you will see a team win one game and then get blown out of the next because there's so much going on and the fatigue so it is once you get into it and once you can get past the okay how do i keep up with everything going on it's one of those that you know you, you end up like Just every watch. day you're like okay something's going on there's there's something going on in basketball i'd have to wait a week yeah <laughs> there's, a, there's another match going on let's go
2: no you don't have to you don't hey. have to watch every match do you, you, you watch no. the highlights I... basketball is easy to I... digest
0: I'm I'm covering basketball. I I didn't watch all of these games. Like, oh, <laughs> or, like me. Me. I do not watch all of these games. You're like me. I watch some a, of it,
1: and they'll just summarize it for you and give you the key bits so you don't to work.
0: I watch highlights of every game. I will watch highlights of every game. I'll watch a two-minute highlights of every game. And every now and again, if I see like a game um, that I really want to watch, like I have on yeah. like. I don't know, like some Miami, like a Miami versus LA Lakers that I really want to watch, or there's an LA Lakers and Clippers matchup that I see and I like, I'm, I want to watch that. I will watch that, or I'll look back on a game. But you know, yeah. more often than not, I just watch highlights.
1: See those things with me. That's why I don't have one specific team, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a, I have a lot of teams I enjoy, and lots so like. I watch Miami versus Philly, and I'm like, I love both of these teams. I just want to see a good game. And then when it's one 3 I'm like, and it's an overtime game. I'm like, all right, that's great. And there are games that I will make sure I watch. So, you know, there's Lakers Clippers, Heat Celtics, Lakers Celtics. Just because I know that, you know, it's those games, you know, they're probably going to be highlights, and there. there's going to be good moments. But I, you, there's no way to watch every game. I can't tell you how – I've probably watched one Magic game this season.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, that's true, and I think I think as well, like uh, with the you probably see with like the NBA game passes, you'll, you'll see with what's like picked picked as a TV game, it's always going to be something specific, you know you, you you're not gonna you're not gonna unless you support one of those teams, you're not gonna want to see I don't know the Grizzlies play, Do you I know think, what I mean? Yeah, I think but it's basketball's probably the easiest
1: game to watch and support neither team.
2: I think that's yeah, the game. like
1: with football, sometimes you have to care about one of the teams, otherwise you're like. What am I watching for? Because it could be 0 nil for eighty minutes. Basketball, you can watch any. You can put a game on in the background and just watch it. And you're like, I don't really care about which team wins. I just to see something happen, and you know, it's kind of the game that suits more more towards that.
2: Yeah, it's almost like you can miss minutes, right? As long as you catch what happened at the end of the half. Well, yeah. or sorry, at the end of the quarter. Like, <laughs> easy to follow. Basically, yeah,
0: it's really. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, I want to so we in the uk we might have the the fifth largest nba league pass but we do have a league believe it or not we do mm. have our own like we do have our own league but it's nowhere near like the upper echelon of basketball but but there are talks so the second biggest league in the world is EuroLeague basketball it's essentially the the, the champions league of basketball
2: yeah
0: um where you got to from like turkey and uh Greece and you know all all european countries spain etc and there are there have been talks of having a, a uk a uk kind of based team in there so from a kind of media perspective can that will that exposure to that kind of help you know grow grow the kind of fandom in the uk because then you've got that higher level of competition where people want to watch it. But also, you know, NBA, it's, it's hard to get exposure when your games are on at like two o'clock in the morning. But if you have a better competition and a league in your own country where, you know, you're watching it at not like fairly normal times when you're awake, you know,
2: it might build the fandom and you know, it's exposure. An in- it's, it's, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Cause like, we i don't think we've ever really seen how a uk franchise type thing works in something like this before like the only thing i can i can compare it to is they they did an nfl euro league years ago but that was like you know that was new for everybody for a uk team to kind of go into the euro league i can yeah i could see it working i could see i could see there being eyes on it but how long would it last how permanent would it be i think that's that's the thing we have to look at because you know, for the BBL, for the British Basketball League, you know, from their perspective, it's it's, it's about investment, isn't it? It's about investing in the talent that's there, investing in, in in the infrastructure, and you know, offering basically pathways for young basketball players, people who are coming through, to you know, chase up basketball full time, or look at it as a career, or look at um, look at it as something that they can really go forward. And I think like the lack of you know many british stars doesn't help but again that kind of plays into it but um i'd i'd say that we have a strong base here of 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 kids that want to get into basketball like london's exactly the kind of city for example that you know basketball would flourish in you know we we have sellouts when the nba comes to the uk no no problem whatsoever selling out the popularity is there i think it's about infrastructure and i don't I don't know because I I I can't have an opinion on it because I, I I haven't you know I I haven't seen the 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 benefits and I suppose that the people involved with British basketball would know better. But I think I think first and foremost, it's invest in the talent, man. Invest in invest in what we've got over here, and and uh, yeah, I suppose just build on the passion and the popularity that basketball already has from from a younger audience base. And let's 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 you know let's let's mention this because it has to be said you know it's a popular sport amongst you know the the ethnic communities in the uk yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, the black community asian community a lot of kids you know from 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 the big cities are into it and i think if the push can come from those communities and the investment can come from the wider sort of sports funding uk sports funding then there's no reason why basketball can't grow
1: yeah, I think just when you talk about it like that. I think it's, it is a case, obviously, you need the funding to make sure, you know, these things happen. But it is, basketball is a really popular sport and I would love to see, you know, some of that funding go into it. Let's, especially in London, like you said, like, let's push the money into that. Let's see, you know, let's give people the chance to actually train. Like, there are a lot of people I know who have had to go into Europe to play basketball. I've got some friends that play basketball professionally. There's no f- space for them to do it here because obviously mm. the talent and the growth level they end up going into europe they're going, into, going to go to league or go into different countries just because those countries take basketball more seriously and then obviously you know that's tough for a lot of people like a lot of people aren't going to be the way the facilities to move to Europe at 14 15 where they really need that time to grow as a basketball player and that that's why you end up having a lot of basketball players who you know they just kind of stop playing because they like there's no route for me in Britain
0: no Next to no kind of exposure for it. Like, I I don't see a BBL game on Sky Sports.
2: And the thing is, I don't, um, I, you know, I, I'd like to see that. I yeah, think they have a, been on TV. I think they have been on Sky Sports.
1: There's been a few, been a few. and it, it's always like Sky Sports 6. It's like the further one down. or But I think, obviously when you look at it, basketball in the UK, like, we don't, it's not something that's pushed in school, really. It's not a big sport that, there's not really, like, as soon as you look at America, and obviously they've got the high school games, and, you know, like it's a big league, it's a big thing for them. Over here, we don't really have that. And then we don't really have a feeder system or like a team you can look at and say, okay, that's the team you wanna get into. And if we maybe had a team in the Euroleague who then would have a development system and maybe, you know, then players wanna get to that and we can at least pick the best from that. Maybe yes. then look at, you know, cause the thing is you really wanna inspire the younger people to want to play basketball and get involved and, you know, I think it could be, a, it's a good sport to get involved in and, you know,
2: do you know what's funny, like, Go on. like talk talk about basketball not being coached as well. Like, yeah, you know, bro, we 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 were learning basketball in primary school. We weren't playing basketball. We we're playing benchball. We we're learning basketball. Joe, <laughs> you know, you know, the the interest is there, the kids kids, yeah. if they could, if they could keep on building on that in secondary yeah. school, who knows the talent that would be there, man. I I think if you introduce
1: a secondary school like the same we do with football where you play teams, you play other teams, and it's a more serious thing where it's not just, okay, there are two kids who can actually play basketball and we'll just fill the rest of the team with seven or eight people who can just pass the ball to those two players. Yeah. I feel like suddenly you'd, you'd end up having more competition. And I think as kids, if you especially something like basketball, if you have competition, you feel like you probably work harder. Suddenly you've got, you know, it's taken more seriously. And then, you know, you've got kids who know the game instead of having to leave school and then learn it and then... You're already like six years behind everyone else who's been doing it for years
2: no oh, 100 man i think i think that's it i think it's i think it's a case of pushing the sport and and just basically having belief in 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 what we've got having having belief in in the basketball talents here i mean it sort of spike i think after the 2012 olympics you know yeah. i think 2022 commonwealth games birmingham you know where, where us guys are based i believe we're even going to be doing three right. by three yeah. basketball
1: yeah right like that- this right? opportunity if you're going to push i think the 2022 games is one where you say okay let's put a team in and let's just see what happens let's like if they do put anything let's just, yeah let's just show them let's just show firstly the world what we can do and then let's just show people let's just show kids in the uk that we can play basketball like it's not an american sport it's a worldwide
0: sport like yeah and then when you look I at the nba there are players out.
1: everywhere it's not just america <laughs>
0: I, I remember I remember the 2012 Olympic Games and there was like one of the first it was like the first time that the Great Britain actually had like a team competing in a competition and you know I, I don't think we won any games I don't even think they were close but it was it was really good to see you know yeah. the, those uh, British players you know playing that game I was I felt proud you know our best player was uh, Luol Deng Rod oh, dang yeah. mm-hmm. uh, who was a phenomenal player for the chicago bulls in his uh, in his heyday he ended up playing for the heat at some point uh, but he wasn't he wasn't a superstar but but he was a good player and he was he was he was a british player um i think you know there's a lot of factors that are dependent on each other so like for example we want exposure to get more fans but you won't get exposure unless there are more fans yeah you you want to get a superstar to increase exposure but you won't get a superstar unless there's fans that yeah. will play more and then elevate the competition you want to elevate the competition but there's no exposure for it there's a, or, someone's got to like break this cycle and i think yeah. this eurobasket the adding a eurobasket team is uh, the start of that because then you know you're forcing a team to like you're forcing a team to build and you are like people going over that like they're they're playing Euro basketball they're a European basketball team I'm gonna yeah, join yeah, yeah, them yeah. and then that'll that'll kind of lift hopefully lift up the rest of the the British league to to that standard and then you know you can start to see this increase you can start to see this growth I, like I think it can't me, get any worse so we might as well try it I've
2: yeah, I've I mean, been in
0: the thick of it because I've oh. been a I've been playing grassroots basketball for a while and there is no there is there is no doubt that this country has a passion for it yeah and they have the same kind of worth ethic worth ethic Phew. the same kind of uh personality traits as any other basketball player and anyone that you see on uh, like that it's just you know getting that getting being a uh, – so it's not as many basketball courts as there are football pitches, you know. It's it's you, a lot. Nine times out of t- ten, you probably have to pay for a lot more things to be able to play basketball, which is a yeah. predominantly indoor yeah. sport. The three by three that you mentioned, Dan, is generally played outside, mm. which is you know where oh, most probably. British people yeah. will play basketball because really generally, anybody play, is, what kind on of like, outside as
2: well. It's just
0: rainy. <laughs> it's just yeah exactly that's the problem but you know when i was when i was growing up and i playing basketball i played in the snow just shot just taking shots man but like you know every other basketball player in britain probably has a story just like that where they played through rain sleet and snow but you know it's not it's not good when you have to play through that it's you know sometimes you you know open up the gym you know when when we're not going through a pandemic
1: yeah, obviously before COVID, but it's an access gap. Like, obviously you're someone who grew up because you're someone who grew up and you were playing basketball, and obviously you did have to go to that seeing snow stuff. I think it's a it's an access gap. It's you know it's hard to find a basketball court. You know, hard to find the indoor. Whereas obviously we do live in the UK where if you want to play football, it's not hard to find a pitch or hard to find you know an arena. I think if it gets more popular and you know things start to move, then you know you'll start to see it become easier and maybe more indoor basketball gyms will open and more you know coaching and that style and then you know suddenly i feel like if one thing starts and everything follows it suddenly in five to ten years you could look back and say okay now we are more involved in basketball now we all got kids who can go to an indoor gym with proper coaching proper setup and you know then we can look at you know improving the quality like we have the quality here we just need to coach and nurture it yeah it's,
2: and, a, it's yeah, a, a rough situation, situation right now as well isn't it yeah yeah um, so it's a- it's a rough situation right now as well, because like, you know, for, for, it's not just basketball, like a lot of sports are suffering as well, because, um, you know, without, as you say, huge broadcast deals and huge sponsorship deals, yeah. like fans and audience, that's the way to get the ticket prices in. Like, we, there needs to be a big reset, I think, after, after COVID finishes, not even a big reset, at least like a sit down where we kind of think, how do we, you know, how do we push our sports in the UK? Mm-hmm. There's too much talent here. And there's think- too much. I, I think it's,
1: it's important do it. that we don't I think it's important that uh, when you look at the broadcasting deals it's I think there needs to be a sit down and it needs to be restructured so that not everything goes towards football like not everything is that like let's have a more widely distributed let's look at the basketballs the hockeys the like, let's look at all these sports and let's see if we can get them more on TV and more exposed
0: because if, there's a market and it's there's a market there yeah. and it's untapped and I think especially in the
1: era of kids growing up with social media, mm. I think it only needs a few things like you like you only need like a couple of things to pop off from social media and suddenly it's a sport that everyone wants to play or everyone wants to do. And if you've got the access there for them to try it, you could someone could just say, I want to try basketball, and next thing you know, they join a club and next thing you know, they are in the NBA or they are in a Euroleague, and
2: suddenly it's
1: just from the ability
2: to do it. Matt, look at think, the NFL. Yeah. Like that, that, that's that's an example of a sport which has just gone madly popular, mm-hmm. like over the over the last few years. I don't know where it's co- I don't know where it's come from. Thing but is like, nobody was talking about it. Yeah, five I, years ago. I used to watch the Super Bowl,
1: and then that would be it because I just knew they was Super Bowl. Now NFL's piqued my interest. In it, like I'm watching it week by week, and I'm watching. I'm making sure I catch up with teams, and I've got favorite teams, and I'm watching things, and it's like, okay, we just need to do that same level of thing where, you know. We can, you know, boost popularity and make sure that, you know, it's a sport that everyone actually looking at. And I think we are moving more towards, like in the American sports, like we are moving more towards NFL and NBA. And, you know, like even Chris was getting into baseball just because there's like the access is there and we have the Internet. And, you know, it's almost there. We just take that next step to make sure, you know, younger kids can get into it.
2: Yeah, i think that's it it's grassroots in it it's all it all yeah. comes from grassroots and I, and I think anybody from from any sporting background will will tell you that mm-hmm. you know it's all about the grassroots it's all about grassroots like and it's always an important because that's where you start playing for fun
1: and that's when you learn things and obviously like i'm somebody who played football since like seven or eight like you end up you learn so much as a person outside of the sport too so in terms of discipline teamwork like you can get so much from the sports and i think Obviously, not everyone's going to be into football. So, the more grassroots sports we have, the better it is for a community. And I think, I think that's the hope that we can actually, you know, push more sports. And I'd love to see basketball part of that because it is a fun sport to be a part of, and you can learn things from it as a human, even if you don't become a pro basketball player. Just having oh, yeah, role models, teamwork. Yeah, it's role models, and, and especially when you look at twenty like twenty twenty, and you look at all the, especially like the Black Lives Matter stuff and the way they were standing up. They are a lot of strong individuals who play basketball, and you know. There are a lot of role models and a lot of people you can look up to and positive ethnic influences, which I think we need.
2: <laughs> no, totally, man. I think if I was a parent right now, like basketball is the kind of sport I'd want. I'd want my kids to be watching because you know that I think is it's a represent. I know, I know this. I know you get your off court antics and stuff from certain people, but like I think in general, like basketball's been leading the way, and I think basketball players as well have been leading a way over the last year in a way that. I don't think many people from other sports have been able to. Marcus Rashford in football obviously has done a really good job of that kind of thing yeah. as well. But um, you know, the more that happens, the more eyes you get, the more that people care, the more that there's um yeah. sympathy, and I suppose, yeah, I think I think it's relevance. It's making themselves relevant. And 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 it's I don't I don't think that it's ever it's ever been more relevant to a UK sort of younger audience.
1: Yeah, a, I think the thing you look at people like LeBron who they're they basically advocating pay power. Like, you have people, I think, because obviously, with the individual talent of basketballers, I think in other sports, they are kind of afraid to speak out more because, you know, like we've, we've got players like, we've got players like in, in football, you look at like players like Sterling, who, you know, will be vindicated and dropped out of teams if he speaks too much. In basketball, you really can't afford to drop LeBron James. So, LeBron James knows he can say whatever he likes in terms of, you know, social. Inter- <laughs> It's
0: not. It's not only that, but the, you know, the in the league in general, uh, a very they're a very player friendly league, as opposed to these like the MLB or the NFL. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the NFL, you get injured, you could just get not paid or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Whereas the NBA, you still get paid, and you know, Adam Silver, who's the the commissioner for the, the NBA right now, he he's he's a he's a players commissioner, and he's very uh he has a lot of communication with the with the nba players association and like you know with these black lives matter things he's been asking for like you know what what do you want what do you need which is good for these players and it's obviously in terms of like a role model for kids it's really it's really good because these players haven't got a filter on the 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 are kind of letting them do their own thing i mean just whether for good or for bad, you know, right. you look at Kyrie or you look at LeBron, like. They're letting them be individuals, you know, but these they choose to do that for, And they get to, yeah. they get to speak it. And, and also, obviously, when you look at, like,
1: the ability to wear whatever they wanted on their own jerseys and kits, that was big. Mm, well, yes, That allowed them to spread their own messages.
0: Not Just whatever, like,
1: but. Well, within a reason, but I'm saying, like, in terms of. I, mean, I, I think
0: Jim Butler had a reason for not wearing anything, but he still wasn't given that opportunity. But I
1: think, it, I think, I think it's the oh yeah. yeah and I think, and I think Jim Butler's reason was great, like, but obviously, I'm um, when you look at other leagues, they pushed it as much as they can. Like, obviously, when you look at the UK, normally the comparison is always going to be football in terms of the big sport, and then you look at you know things like you know the booing of like taking a knee and things like that, where when you compare that to basketball and you've got these individual players and come out and say, like, I think NBA know that their stars are the individuals, so they don't want to do anything that's going to upset them. And Adamson was very good at saying, okay, what do you need from me? Okay, we'll try our best to do that. Sometimes it doesn't always come off, but at least he's listening to his players. So then those players, you know, feel empowered and, you know, like LeBron, LeBron isn't afraid to say anything he feels like, which and then you've got other players who, you know, like Jimmy Butler, who said, I'm not going to wear a name because I had a reason, but if they're not going to let me do that, then and he still got to explain his reasoning for it i still got to explain that you know like you did say look i want to wear this because i feel like if i'm just outside of basketball i'm just another black man so therefore i'm not like i could be treated the same because no one's going to know me and that's still get that coverage and there's no negativity behind it usually it's usually given that platform to speak and get a longer form message out whereas you know with other sports you don't always get that like You've got the NFL where you were told if you don't follow exactly what they were going to do, that was it for you. you. Your wages were cut and you were, that was it. So players were afraid to speak out and kind of said nothing. And I think that's the, I like, I think when you look at the power of basketball, <laughs> that ability to, you know, be able to speak out and do whatever you want, you're kind of like, okay, well, that's the role model there. Okay, he can say, <laughs> like, you can be, you can say, I don't know what to do, but I'm going to find any way to do it. And I think when you look at, younger people that's what you want to see. you want people to look at those basketballers and people like that who like will stand up for these social issues stand up for change and i think the more we can push that you know in the uk in anywhere the more younger people will have having these conversations
2: and I yeah think I, was also, like... I was also reading something as well from like you know some of the bvl players i think it was an interview that sky sports did with a with achara recently as well and i think you know also just people in the bbl talking about how um you know even uk-based players do a lot of work in the community and yeah, you know that kind of thing it needs to be it needs to be recognized isn't it i suppose yeah, yeah and i think i was gonna say i think that
1: like if the more they can highlight that and the more we can show that the better especially when they are trying really hard to push things in the community because it will just boost everyone's community around them and i think we'd need that
2: yeah, totally. I think I think
0: I think we can draw kind of draw the conclusion that basketball is on it's uh, the up and up in the UK, in the world in general. Basketball is, even though they've got declining viewership in the US, worldwide basketball is becoming yeah. people's favourite sports. That extra exposure, think, yeah. even even here, even here, it's become more predominant. Those, uh, those
1: sorts should... of dropping viewership is. Um... I Think it's, I we can look at that, but There's I think we've, ch- we ch- we've changed how we've watched stuff. We watch, it yeah, 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 yeah.
0: with less cable. So even though the viewership it's is all, down, it's, it's becoming a more because NBA link pass, yeah, <laughs> like, I know. You know, I know. Why, why, why would I watch it on cable? But like, think... we all have like Twitter, <laughs> we all have like Twitter, yeah, and yeah. all watch our stuff and highlights on Twitter, <laughs> true, true, exactly. Right, so I think. I think it's time to talk about the Brooklyn Nets.
1: I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> Why, not? Why not do it? Because. Right. So. <laughs> you know what? Okay. If we start with. If we just start with. Let's just start with exactly what happened. Let's take the opinions out of it. So... No, no,
0: no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let, let, let's start chronologically. So, Kyrie Irving. All right, or should we, should we start from the beginning of the season or last season when they acquired Kyrie and KD?
1: Yeah, if we start from last year's post-season post, post or whatever, so obviously KD yeah. left the Warriors,
0: yes, to join KD.
1: Yeah, he obviously was a free agent, he had a choice. KD and Kyrie had the conversation, they wanted to be a duo. And obviously, they looked at where they wanted to go. They were, they did look at the Knicks, but then you know Kyrie was against that and wanted to go to Brooklyn. So KD and Kyrie uh, went yeah, to The ones.
0: Knicks didn't. Also, the Knicks didn't offer. They didn't, KD they didn't want to offer the because of the contract because he
1: just come off the Achilles injury. injury. And wasn't be out yeah. of the season.
0: But yeah, so then obviously
1: we look at that. So KD and Kyrie, along with was it DeAndre Jordan?
0: DeAndre Jordan, yeah. They,
1: they all agreed. They all agreed a deal. So, they all went to Brooklyn at the same time. That was a big thing. Obviously, KD missed last season. So, Kyrie was left with the younger players.
0: And yeah, last year, Even then, he didn't play that many games because he, he ended up getting injured
1: 20, as well. 20-something, he, he barely played. But last year, and then obviously, when he really could play, he was there was other social issues. Where he was like, I'm not going to.
0: Which leads to this year. Now, KD is... Fully so, healthy. KD's come back. And and KD's Kyrie it. is back. They they became contenders.
1: Yeah. So they made did. They make the playoffs last year.
0: Yeah. Were uh, ball- yes. Yes, they, they did. Were
1: like eight, seven, eight. And
0: then they, they, got, were the yeah, they were a first round exit. Yeah, they were first round exit.
1: Okay. Yeah. So they made the, they made the playoffs without KD and without Kyrie really, because I don't think he even played. So when we looked at them, we were like, okay, you got. KD and Kyrie, KD's top five player in the world. Kyrie is someone, you know, one of the best dribblers in the game. You know, you know, very ball-possessive, but, you know, he's a, he's a great player, meant to be, you know, all-star and higher level. So, you know, they were instantly a contender. Then we go over to the kind of start of the season. They've been okay.
0: And all been... of a sudden, all of a sudden, Kyrie Irving... Uh, uh Has decided to be Kyrie Irving. Now, in the so, past, he's you know he's had the the world is flat comments and you know uh, I'm woke, I'm so woke kind of things. Uh, yeah. So and as, as of now, he's missed six or seven games you know, so straight. Do you think?
1: Before then, um, obviously we were to, the league was about to start again. Kyrie said, "I'm not speaking to any media personalities because you guys twist my words, etc." Blah, blah blah. So he got fined for that, and that was you know whatever. But then he came out an interview. Then he started like so he, from the start of the season, he was already being quite aggravating. He was already quite you know there was already something going on. Like there was a lot of Kyrie was in the news a lot, and it wasn't for basketball reasons. Then obviously he has now missed a week of basketball. In that week, he in that week he went to a birthday
0: party, breaking a birthday NBA party,
1: protocol. Broke the strict NBA protocols was seen dancing with his sister without a mask, which you know that was fair enough. It, but then he was also seen on a Zoom call uh, at the same time that the Brooklyn Nets were about to tip off um, <laughs> uh, a,
0: a game. Which, by the way, he was he wasn't down to play because of COVID related issues. It was down to personal reasons. Personal
1: reasons. And now we've got to the point where it's—he's on his way back because he's, hes just been fined, Definitely.
2: and he's he's to five,
0: wages and he, yeah, he has to for- forfeit his salary for the last a couple games. And this man makes about 400k a game, so it's about nearly three three mil. Three mil. He's had so he's, got,
1: so he's lost about three. He's lost, been, he's lost. to forfeit about three million, which, you know, it's is a lot, lot of a fucking crime. money quite yeah i mean <laughs> even if you are rich there's still a lot um and obviously there's been obviously last week when we were here we were talking about the possibility of harden being traded because people thought that it might be Kyrie for harden because harden wanted out of the houston rockets because harden doesn't believe that harden didn't believe that the, the rockets could beat the lakers because obviously they had last season where they played small board against them and The LeBron and AD rolled through them. Then this year they lost to them twice in the same week. And he didn't, obviously, Harden's waited out since before,
0: since the season, since Dantoni and everyone left. Uh, Yeah. And he himself has broken protocol and caused, you know, contact tracing within Houston
1: Rockets. for For the start of the preseason, Harden didn't show up, refused to train was seen in strip clubs, was seen with little baby just chilling and didn't care about the code protocols. So Harden's basically said from my my favorite rapper. Harders basically from the preseason that he doesn't care about the Houston. Everything he's everything he'd shown suggested he does not care about Houston wanting wanted to leave. He was willing to do whatever he took to leave. He no show training, no show preseason games. Even when the season games when he was playing he that's why he, he trended for being out of shape because people were looking at him and saying like this guy clearly <laughs> hasn't done any work out. Like he's been on the wings, and obviously he's now managed to force his way out of Brooklyn, out of Houston to
0: Brooklyn, uh, with a trade. And I think you've got a graphic, right? A, a graphic yes. of this of this trade. So because it's confusing. <laughs> so so uh oh, you can't quite see. You can't quite see it. Can you lift it up a little bit? Once. See the banner at the bottom. I'll get rid of the banner at the bottom. Uh, uh, okay. I- they only said second round pick but yeah there are good so dan stop stop us if you actually recognize a name <laughs> What what you mean other than james harden I,
2: I yeah. yeah yeah
0: victor <laughs> oladipo probably yeah of course
2: if yeah.
0: you if you know if you know if you can pronounce i can't even pronounce it but the third name down on that rockets list Kuroch. <laughs> i don't know I don't even... I, I'm not even going to try. But basically, so so the Nets end up with James wait, Harden. Wait wait wait, 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 wait,
1: okay. wait. It's, it's, it's Rodion's Krux. Thank you. I pronounced that before
0: the thing. <laughs> it's, it's Rodion's Krux. Nice. Um, nice. I was so, this. So, so this this graphic is wrong because <laughs> uh, J- Nets ended up with James Harden and a second round pick. Uh, the Rockets uh, end up with Oladipo, Dante Exum, that guy, uh four first round <laughs> picks and four first round pick swaps. Now how pick yeah. swaps work is that you've got two teams and whoever like whoever gets the pick swap ends up with the best pick and then the other yeah, team yeah. just ends up getting the worst pick. Uh Pacers end up with Caris LeVert, a very good young and up-and-coming player with the Brooklyn Nets. Uh um and the second round pick, and the Cavs end up with Jarrett Allen and Taishon Prince. Jarrett Allen is an amazing defensive center, very young, up and coming. Uh, so now the Cleveland Cavaliers can have a, have a starting lineup of Kevin Love at point guard, uh, Ke- uh, Javel McGee at shooting guard, Larry Nance Jr. <laughs> at small forward, yeah. Andre Drummond at power forward, <laughs> and Jarrett Allen at center. So uh, yeah. that that's like the complete opposite of small ball. That's <laughs> uh, no, 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 no tall ball, <laughs> real tall <laughs> ball, <laughs> tall <laughs> ball, tall <total laughs> ball. Um, right. So James Hunt to the Nets, obviously. Usually, in a trade, you kind of accept that the the winner of the trade is the one who gets the best player. But yeah, I'm I'm looking at this, and I you know, I think I there's. Three winners. I, I'm. I'm not sure what the Cavs are. <laughs> I think they're just there. I'm they got to it, by the way. in all fairness, they they gave up Exum for maybe some second round picks, and they got two players. One of them an up and coming center. So yeah. I, I'm not gonna. You
2: grow really well. But I mean, so, I think, if you're looking I think like the Cow- a really really strong center, and he's, yeah, he's... if you at the
1: Cavs, because really- they've you know the and and garland they've got a good backcourt but getting someone like that who is young and can grow with them probably the but then obviously they do have mcgee and so i don't really know i thought they might have moved one of the centers to brooklyn but clearly not it wasn't a but. well yeah
0: oh now caris Levert is a very a carrot Le- uh, Karis Carstover to the Pacers is good cuz Depot didn't really sound like he wanted to stay at Indiana. It, he was more no, than he, happy to play. Was... No, he wanted but, the heat. Yeah, he wanted the heat, but like, you, know, y- you know, you know in a trade situation you can't you don't get what you want sometimes. You know, so, you know. Yeah,
1: so the thing is uh, I still wants the heat, but
0: yeah, so does Bradley Beal from what I've heard. But yeah. you know, you get what you Um mean. but the Pacers ended up getting Karis Lavert and that—that's the steal of the so, of the trade. me me. it's a great trade. I've, the Pacers
1: want him so much that he failed the medical because he's been there's been he's been he found they found yeah. a mass no they found a mass on his kidney. Oh wow, that's, no. that's been sorted out, but that was found during his physical, and normally no. that because of that because he's out indefinitely. Usually, that's the type of thing where you could void the whole trade. But Pacers were like, no, oh, we, yeah, want yeah, yeah. we want Karraslivert. We want Karraslivert. Don't worry. We'll get him checked out. He'll be out indefinitely. But when he's ready, he'll be here. I think, honestly, when we look back at the trade and maybe we have long, I think Karraslivert's going to be that steal. Like, they needed that. And with all the deeper moving, it gives them the opportunity to just... I mean, I mean,
0: they don't at the moment. They don't really need him. They're on a roll, like yeah. they've got the bonus and Bro- Malcolm Brogdon, who, who's been leading the team, and they're fine. Yeah. Add Karis Levert to that in yeah. next year, they could be contending. They could be contending. I think. I think this trade's given them that chance, and
1: obviously, you look at Houston and Houston have been able to get a lot back for James Harden in terms Oladipo. of in the future. I can see them trading Alderdi. So they can move on the deeper
0: around for different picks. Um, I think, in fact, all the players that they got, I don't see them keeping. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I was going to say. I think the
1: thing is, I think this trade has helped all... well, it's helped three teams. I don't really know why Cleveland. I mean, I guess if they they could move one of their bigs and you know change things, so we'll see. But f- considering we thought it was people thought it was going to be uh, Kyrie for Harden or I think. Houston have done the best they can with this trade. Like they've got, they're a volatile player. They had to get rid of them one way or another. So, okay, Houston, yeah, yeah, yeah. For Houston, yeah, I so
0: think they did really good. So they they got a, they had a volatile four player, first round good. picks, and four pick swaps. first round yeah. pick swaps? So, it like, yeah. gives them an opportunity to rebuild
1: and set up and set up the team they want to go with. And obviously, they needed that post hardened I have because... a decent-ish
0: team right now, decent-ish.
1: So, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a team that might make a playoffs, maybe. Like, depends on. It depends like how John Wall and, you know, obviously, all those pieces come together. I think with John Wall and Boogie, like...
0: They're, they're kind about, of like a blank slate. They don't really have a... Um, they don't really have a personality to the team. You know, sorry, like Miami no. Heat or yeah, the Bucks so, do or the LA Lakers. They're, they're kind of blank. With,
1: with everyone leaving and obviously D'Antoni going and like, this was... This is pretty much the best refresh they can do. Like you had your, you had the Harden era, and now this is going to be a new era. They've got the picks, they've got the, you know, they've got everything. This is a chance to just start afresh. just to, to maybe define
2: a new culture and a new setup and how they want them to go. As, as well, like don't you know when when a lot of the times when teams like lose their star players, you see this massive crash, don't you? You see this like massive crash coming because you know yeah. they can't get anything back for it. I feel like if this is what forces their hand in terms of. You know, letting Harden go, yeah, like that's the best. That's that's the best thing you can get for it. Well, four first round games like guaranteed. You know they can rebuild yeah. now. And yeah, the thing is, when you look guaranteed. at the team they've got now, Christian Wood
1: is playing a uh, phenomenal place level. Um, John Wall,
0: can and he's Wall still, still really you. young.
1: Yeah, so he's still young. John Wall can get you can have you good games. Currently, they still have Oladipo, who again still can have big games. Combine that with uh, Boogie and then you know the other players they have around. It's not going to be a bad season for them, but when you look at it realistically, even if they kept Harden, they still didn't have the squad to beat the Lakers or the Clippers or even maybe Dallas in the West. So you may as well rebuild now and then try and attack it with a full strength roster with a better culture and with, you know, these picks you've acquired and go again. Now, Chris, (laughs) what do you think about Brooklyn's trade?
0: Cause I know Okay, okay, De- David, I'm gonna. Uh, this is gonna be a monologue. This is gonna be a monologue. So, you, oh, my, camera, you know, on, me, so camera on me, camera I want, I want <laughs> full, I want the full thing, I want the full do you, do you, thing. I want the camera on me. You need yeah, to go. I need or? to, go. Okay, I need to yeah. go. This
1: is gonna be a. This <laughs> is gonna be a monologue. Fine. Oh my god. Okay. Fucking, okay it's gonna cool. be a monologue.
0: You can talk though if you want. You can talk. No, we just we
1: right.
0: talk. You know, like, no. <laughs> James Harden. <laughs> from breaking protocol to go to strip clubs every day playing uninspiring basketball with players that don't really like him showing up looking like he put on 72 pounds in 72 hours is finally been traded in a, what looks like an all in deal by the Brooklyn Nets for let's 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 not let's let's not downplay it it's go it's for a championship or bust So it got me thinking, he's with Kyrie and KD, which makes them probably the most offensively talented trio in NBA history, possibly. So I took a look at the highest producing big threes in NBA history. So I looked at 14 of the top ones. I'll just go over a few. This isn't all of them, but we got... Things like the 2006 Washington Wizards, 67.3 points a game. 2020 Blazers at 69.8. 2011 Miami Heat, which is 70. 2015 Thunder, the Run TMC Warriors. But at the top of the list, you've got yeah, the top three. You've got the 2019 Golden State Warriors at 74.8. you got the 2020 Houston Rockets at 75.9. And you got the 1984 denver nuggets at 76.7 with kiki do you love me vanderway now with kd kyrie and james harden where do you think they would be on this list well i'll tell you they'd be at the top and it's not even close they'd be at 83 points a game now i know i know what you're thinking With Harden joining them, you you should probably expect a dip in production once they've started sharing the basketball. But that that 83 points a game, that's including Harden's this season uh, points per game of 24, which opposed to his usual 30 makes it sound realistic for those three players to make 83 points a game in terms of points production. But, you know, the list of those 14 doesn't always lead to success in fact it it rarely does out of the 14 on my list only 6 have made it past the second round and only one team won a championship the 2001 la lakers la lakers and they were second worst on this list with 28 20, 68.7 points a game so so let's not let's not look at Point. Let's not uh, look at points per game. Uh, let's not look at that. Let's let's look at something else. Let's look at usage. So we all know that Kyrie, KD, and James Harden love isolation plays. In fact, James Harden is first, and Kyrie is sixth. Do you know what percentage? Do you know what percentage usage they would be together? Well, I can tell you it would be ninety-four point two percent usage rating. So let's let's go back to my list of the highest producing uh, highest point production by a, a big 3. So you've got the 1991 Warriors at 72.7 usage. You've got the 2018 Pelicans which is in the top 14 believe it or not at 85%. You've got the 2019 Warriors at 85%. You've got the 1984 Denver Nuggets at 82.3%. And you've got the 2020 Houston Rockets at 93.2%, another team that had James Harden. Now, out of those five teams with the highest usage percentage for those three players with the highest points production, only one team made it to the conference finals. Only one, let alone the finals. So let's not look at, Points production or usage rating. Let's be more subjective. Let's just look at big threes. Now, I've made a list. Uh, I think you'll find it hard to disagree with me that these are the best three big threes in NBA history. You got the '90s, late '90s Chicago Bulls. You got the uh, late. uh, You got the recent Golden State Warriors. KD, Clay, Curry. You got the '80s Lakers. You got the Miami Heat. Back here with LeBron, Bosh and Wade. you got 80s Celtics. you got the Dynasty Spurs and the 60s Celtics. Now, those are the best big threes in NBA history. I think I think you'll find it hard to disagree with me there. But what do they have in common? Not much, really, other than, you know, success. And the consistency of that third option. It's not an easy role to take. And in fact, some players aren't welcome to it. You know, Chris Bosch went from a 20 and 10 player to become an 18 and 7 player on a good Toronto Raptors team into an amazing Miami Heat team. Robert Parrish, who could have been the best centre in the league at the time, took a back seat to Bird and McHale. You got James Worthy, who sat behind Kareem and Ma- Magic Johnson to take whatever role he could in a championship winning team. He could have went to some some, uh, really bad team and become a 30 points per game guy and a superstar, but he didn't. He took that third role. He embraced it and he won. Clay Thompson got touches in offense with two of the best scorers in NBA history ever. What do they all get for that? Championships, respect, legacy, winning. So my next question is, who's willing to take a back seat? Because one's going to have to. It's it's proven in NBA history that someone is going to have to be the third option. Well, I'm telling you right now, it's although he's probably going to be the most willing to do it, it's not going to be KD. He's, he's just too good. Two championships, two finals MVPs. He, he shouldn't. He just shouldn't. So it comes down to Kyrie and Harden. But they're not going to do it either because their games are built by having the basketball in their hands. As I just showed you, Harden is first in isolation plays. Kyrie is in sixth. They're not going to give up the basketball. They aren't Clay. they aren't Manu Ginobili, and they aren't Chris Bosh. As I say this, there's a phrase that keeps going on in my head, and it's... You can't just throw talent together and expect to win a championship. It's happened too many times. Houston with Clyde Drexler, Hakeem Olajuwon, and Charles Barkley. Failed. LA Lakers with Kobe, Nash, and Dwight. That didn't last. OKC more recently with Westbrook, PG, and Melo. That didn't happen. Where is it? Where's the rest of it? Okay, cool.
1: How many pages is
0: Uh, (laughs) it? This is the last page. The Nets gave up two young, rapidly improving players and four first-round picks for a player who looked more like the problem more and more with each passing day. And just to prove this, let's, let's look at what the Rockets did to keep Harden happy. They got weight, but then he bolted. He, he then, they then built their system around Harden. And that didn't work out so they blew it up got chris paul but then he didn't like harden so he bounced too they brought in westbrook to rekindle some okc magic and make a good connection but they even went into extreme small ball to benefit harden's analytics but they scrapped it all and got wall and cousins you pair that toxicity with Kyrie's earth is flat third eye i'm so woke nonsense and you have one of the least cohesive but most impressive talented duos ever, and KD. Poor, poor KD. The Nets had a bright future with two talent stars and they gave up too much for a player Houston was just glad to see the back of. An offensive talent that's probably not needed. I cannot wait. the nets went from contenders to a must win and i cannot wait to see how they play after Kyrie is done with his spiritual journey and that's all i have to say about that,
1: is that i all feel
0: like... like there should have been like a round of applause yeah. and like
1: a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah thank you okay
2: thank you i mean yeah i
1: mean i can't believe really... you i mean yes um
0: <laughs>
1: sorry, they've you want to every single one of those <laughs> No, because the thing is for me, I um so I was saying last week that in terms of the trade, I was like, I don't see uh, it's become it became a meme when Harden said he wanted to go to Brooklyn. That how do you have three players who all need the ball at once? They played last night, I watched the second half. Harden and KD together looked decent, but they also don't have the center. They've got one, and that's it. And Harden and KD last night had to play what thirty eight? Like they played a lot of minutes. You throw Kyrie in the mix with Harden and KD, and it's like, who has the ball more? Like I guess you you can you can always they can always say, oh, whoever's the hottest will have the ball, and that's what we'll do. But we know that Harden. But needs what to are they going to do defensively? Harden. And the thing is, when we. You, you, when you look at this team, I'm looking at. I'm not looking at now. I feel like Brooklyn can go on a 10-15 game run with these three. The question is, what happens in the playoffs when it's more defense, more half court sets, and we've got more time to plan for you? We know what to do, because if I'm play facing Brooklyn, all I'm going to do is try and kick the ball out KD's hands and let Harden and Kyrie do what they do best, which is it comes to a, it gets to the playoffs and they, you know, Harden, Harden always seems to he just throws up threes and then you know and with them not having a center and with them all three of them being bad at defense i'm looking at teams like miami you look at you look at boston you look at philadelphia now with Joel embiid who is having a career resurgence and playing actual center ball i watched nikola vujovic run through them yesterday what's the honest
0: going to do like we we spoke about this. like that, the east is tricky right now <laughs> like I mean, they're, they're trying to get out of the East. But when you got to face yeah. Giannis, when you got to face Bam, when, you've got well, when you face, you've got to face... I mean, look, look what Bam to did to Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm.
1: And Boston you Celtics got to have
0: bodies. Have taco yeah. full.
1: So what they've done is they've given up depth for a start. So now you've got three stars, one centre. And unless you make a trade for... Like, unless you trade someone away or you do something... And, if, if, this team, <laughs> if this is your final what? team... If this is your final team... You Said that you've got one center about seven guards, and then you've just got to sit there and you've basically got to hope that your three superstars because this is like these are three superstars, these are three people who you know, you top 15, top 20 like these, are th- these guys, there's no excuse for them to lose because Kyrie, KD, and the Brooklyn team were meant to be the finalists.
0: You added Harden. No, like- Like I said, they became they've gone from contenders to must win, and to add that kind of pressure to Kyrie, the problem is when you look at the when you look at them on paper and you look at the stats, you'd say
1: they should win because you're looking at it and you're saying KD automatic scorer Harden just just
0: just ask just ask the early two thousand New Jersey Nets team exactly on paper don't work exactly and the problem you've got is there's
1: one the things that. The issues with Harden and Kyrie. So KD, um, he's sensitive, but in terms of on the court, pretty consistent. He's a he's a very tall player with a very big reach who can get his shot off and very hard to defend. So we know you're getting with KD. He's pretty consistent and he's come back for the Achilles injury as well. But Kyrie, since he's left LeBron, has been, you know, he went to Boston. The um, thing about it, he went to yeah, Boston because he wanted dead. his own team. He went to Boston because he wanted his own team. He then. Missed the um he missed that first set of Eastern Conference Finals when they almost beat LeBron's Cavs without him. He came back, basically stole touches from Tatum, Brown, um all those younger players who needed the ball. We were playing well without him. There was a chemistry issue. Suddenly they were arguing. He then said, he then said in the first game, he said before the last season at Boston, he was going to sign a new deal and he was staying at Boston. Then he was gone. He's gone to Brooklyn. He's played 24 games in a season and a bit. He was meant to be there to help the younger players and, you know, develop. Mm -hmm. So when Kane came back, it was an instant fit and he hasn't been there because of injuries. Um, He had the social issues. He, Kyrie, Kyrie as a player, like a lot of people have said that you know he is the issue within a lot of teams. Like, I and mean, then you combine that with James Harden, who, like you said, has been paired with he's been paired with Westbrook, he was paired with Chris Paul, he would have been paired with John Wall this year if he'd stayed in Houston. Like he's had all these options. The people that like, you basically they keep picking players to that would fit around Harden's mentality Like, oh, you know that Harden's gonna have a lot of the ball. You just give it to him and let him do what he wants. And that hasn't worked. So now he's going to be fit with Kyrie, who needs the ball a lot, and KD, who probably should have the ball the most.
2: Do you think and that, like, with like, a coach like Steve Nash, though, somebody who's, who has been like the big guy in the past, and you know, obviously, like a former MVP, do you, do you think that's the kind of personality that might be able to kind of drill into these guys, though? So the, the selflessness, no.
1: the, the no. thing is, right. so, I was saying, um, for me, in theory, having someone like Steve Nash. And, you know, someone who can talk to the players on a player racist, you know, someone who can explain to them, you know, similar to, you know, Golden State where, you know, you've got that and you can be like, okay, well, you know, this is what I would have done in this situation, what we need to do. That, in theory, would help, but when you're looking at these type of players and, you know, you kind of need someone who's got the experience, you kind of need someone who's going to be able to build the, like, I just feel like if they don't set up, their, if they don't set up tactically right, they're going to
0: lose a lot. Well, let me, so yeah, 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 yeah. asked that question about, um, so yeah. So an- another Big three, for example, was a Miami heat big three. And you look at their coaching when they started, it was Eric Spolstra and he had only been coaching the Miami heat head coaching for three years, but three years, nonetheless, he was experienced somewhat yeah. and you know, for a nine and eight start. Uh, you know there were suspicions that Le- there was a LeBron nudge. I remember this, like when mm-hmm. I was watching, and like no, there was susp- suspicions that he w- he was a bad coach. Now we don't know what Steve Nash really is like, but uh. I I can't imagine him being you know Eric Spolstra. we know who Eric Spolstra is now he's proven probably because of those years being yeah. the being LeBron's head coach because he was LeBron's head coach don't get me wrong but you know Kyrie Irving's been you know what head coaches has he had that have been prominent Ty Lue I mean I like yeah. I like Ty Lue but you know it was the it felt like LeBron's team and Kyrie had LeBron you know LeBron was LeBron was a guy, and LeBron was kind of like let's, Kyrie's big brother. Let's you know, be honest, telling him
1: to let's, shut be, up. Yeah, be honest. Let's. Ty, Ty was a uh, to me, great coach. But the reality is, the, the what got the out of the Kyrie. They needed
0: at the time.
1: Yeah, Tyler was. A, I think I think he's a great coach. Like are, he was able to set up things tactically well. But let's be real. The reason why Kyrie was able to be so efficient, and you know, they were able to play the offense they did, is because LeBron said, "Okay, this is the offense we're going to play for you." Like there were moments You're in games where you have Kyrie, to trust me. Yeah, it was a, and I think Kyrie, when Kyrie left, he said it's because he wanted to run his own team, and that's partly because LeBron was like, "Okay, this is what we're going to do. And this is what's best for you." And Kyrie was like, "No, I'll do but, different." Obviously, he's had Brad Stevens in Boston, yeah. but Kyrie's also said that they doesn't need a head coach because that was his that was his original statement at the start of the season. He said, "We don't yeah, need well, a head coach." Yeah. In response to having Steve National no. Yeah. And it's like, okay, that's where we realize that you don't know what's going on here because without a head coach you, you we
0: realised that then some of the some
1: of the other of the things he said have been per like oh the earth's flat you know what that's that's the outside of basketball oh,
0: yeah. basketball with a bunch but of when things, you come out, basketball
1: and obviously there's, and there's, a lot, there's a lot of things but when you think I thought that you know you can blame the cleavers off on the and you know, that relationship breaking down. You can bring the boss and stuff on, you know, timings and they're bringing in Gordon Hayward and they're being whatever. But this book stuff, he said that before they didn't even played it. Really, he was like, Oh, we don't need to, like oh we don't need the head coach. What's the point of that? And I was like, please stop speaking. That's why when he said he wasn't speaking to the media, I was like, It's probably the best. I was like, just don't speak, let K D do it. Like, don't speak, I like, you- shut up.
0: Okay, so look, Steve Nash is the head coach, but who does he have as an assistant? Mike Dantoni. Yeah. So James I'm Harden thinking. has come back to him, and we know what kind of offense Mike D'Antoni runs. It, it's it's isolation, yeah. it's fast paced offensive basketball. So mm-hmm. that in itself is going to help. Like, but it's also <laughs> the same
1: Mike D'Antoni who literally said, "Defense, my, my team don't do that." <laughs> yes, yes, it's joke. No, no, it, it was a, it was a joke, but. It was said under real, like it was a it was a laughing, like it was laughing off real criticism. They said, We don't play defense. They said, What about your defense? He's like, Defense, you don't play that. And I'm looking at that and I'm like, Well, okay, so what you've got is, is a coach who is new, combined with Mike Dantoni, who's got a star- historically a quicker offense, but laps on defense, combined with three stars. Steve, Nash, broke-
0: Steve Nash was the head of Mike Dantoni offense in Phoenix. Yeah. So, so he, he's, it's more than likely he's going to implement that kind of thing because that's what he's comfortable with.
1: And I just, yeah, it's, overall, you just look at the trade, and I'm like, did
0: you really need James Harden? No, although, in all fairness, right, I would have traded James Harden for Kyrie Irving. I, I would have, have done said, that. I, would, I probably would, I would have tried to-, to get a centre. Like, I like right now, I told Dan this earlier, that I'd trade Kyrie for, like, a, a few players and picks, like, you know, DeAndre, uh, DeAndre, uh, Andre Drummond, and what? you know maybe yeah,
1: center, so not The problem you have here is though that, that we all know that historically KD has an issue of being sensitive, and I feel like because he he's vouched for Kyrie, I feel like there may be a case of you know because they are friends, they are friends, and I feel like a reason that Kyrie hasn't been traded or moved is because they know it might upset KD, and that's, all that's the last thing they want to do. Like they have to be careful sure. with. And obviously with the team chemistry like they have to be careful so and obviously you got hard and tweeting things like oh well he was he was on instagram yesterday like wow look how scary we're gonna be we haven't even got ke- we haven't even added kyrie oh no what play to... haven't played defense this season <laughs> like we've i don't think i will yeah i know and they've added someone who doesn't really play defense like i don't know uh, Unless they trade for a centre, these playoffs is going to be sticky for them. That's going to be a real...
2: <laughs> also, isn't 2022 like basically just a cliff edge for them? So like, if they don't end up winning anything, are they not just basically just... I don't know what could happen to them, basically.
0: Well, they could end up back in the yeah, same yeah. situation
2: they were in a couple of years ago. Yeah, pretty
0: much. They lost all their picks. You know, they they you know it's it's really funny because they could have they could have had Jason Tatum on this team. Mm-hmm. They could have. Yeah, because they. But they ended they, up they, they ended up trading away those picks for an aging Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce.
1: Mm-hmm. And the thing is, um, and then I was gonna say in terms of you know when it could look like the the deal they've made now is we have to win right now, and we looked at yes. the when you look at the Clippers from last year, they did the same thing in terms of, okay, we've got to win now because, you know, obviously free agencies were coming up and, you know, they put themselves in a position where they lost. Look how many picks they lost. And the only, they had to sign Paul George to a new deal because they couldn't afford to let him go. So he's he's mm-hmm. probably being overpaid right now because in reality, Clippers were like, we've gone all out for one player. We've, we've, we've we put our future on Paul George being the guy that takes the championship. So even when it went wrong last year and there was, those type of issues, they had to renew him because if they let him go for nothing, they've lost all these picks and there's nothing they can do. And Brooklyn put themselves in a position where you've given all these picks away, and you've given every you've you've traded traded Karis Lavert, you've traded, traded Jared Allen. Like, if this doesn't work, what do you do? And I I don't it's think it's gonna even. work. I don't think it's gonna work. It's <laughs> and I said this work. about the Clippers last year. Not, I said not. this about the Clippers last year from early when. And they had depth. They had depth and they got... Last year, the Clippers were four and two. The two years ago, the Clippers were four and two with the Warriors before they added Kawhi and Paul George. And everyone said, okay, well, now they've got all that depth and they've signed two great players. And
0: I was like, and okay, I'm not sure. about Because I read ever play together. But, yeah, like, and you that, you that, know, the Brooklyn Lord... Nets have the chemistry and they may not have the defence. And then they don't have
1: the defence. And then also you've got the fact that, like, um, you got Kyrie, you got to deal with three egos here with a weird, it's, for it to work, they'd have to be more defensively sound, they'd have to trade someone to get in at least a good center, otherwise you're, oh, like, yeah. the <laughs> thing is, it, it comes back to who do you trade, and all signs point to you trade away the problem, which is Kyrie, yeah. so it's either you stick with these it's three the and say, you stick with these three and say it may not work, but we're just going to go all well out for it. Or you trade Kyrie and say, I'm going to build an actual roster. If they trade Kyrie and get a center or, you know, some depth, suddenly it changes how it looks at it because Harden and
0: KD could probably work well together. Oh, well, they proved that last night, didn't they? Wow, well, they proved good. it. They've shown it. They've shown sparks. They showed glimpses. I mean, I don't like, know how I consistent think. that's going to be, you know, a 30 point game from James Harden. If- 40-point game from KD. I don't know how consistent that's going to be, but... I mean... Double. I don't know how consistent up, that's going to be. A fair few
1: is he got a triple-double, yeah.
0: He, got, he debuted with... He's the first
1: player to debut with a 30-point triple-double for new team. Mad Madness. Man. Uh, but the I was saying is, to Christie
2: he made Jeff Green look good as well. I'm <laughs>
1: yeah. reuniting there, but um, I think the thing for me is if they don't trade Kyrie, I don't think they're winning the championship, but I am going to watch those games. Oh, no, I'm going to watch those games. I'm going to watch Brooklyn, like a hook. Brooklyn, Brooklyn's yeah, yeah. three. Brooklyn's three. The way they play, they could lose a game 160, 150. We're going to see all star game <laughs> Like It's going to be oh, no. one, yeah. three, three, three. Okay, now you go down there. It's the Kyrie's going to check out about half. Kyle check himself out halfway through the game saying I don't need a coach, I'm good.
0: That that being I said, know, I can see I can see them losing a game and hitting three from thirty seven from th- from three. Oh so yeah yeah
1: no there, there are gonna be games where they all hit forty or thirty and it's gonna be like oh my god it's a 100, 150. there's also gonna be games where no one scores because <laughs> they're all off and then the thing is the problem with the the, the thing with a good basketball team is it's how you adapt when you're off that shows how good a team you are. Like uh, and obviously, we saw that a with, lot with the other teams I last year. See, yeah. I don't
0: see how they're going to adapt because it, defensively, they can't do anything. I know. So a team,
1: that, a team that I always look at when we talk about adapting is Miami, where Miami have seven to eight players who could all drop double-figure points. So if Jimmy Butler's having an off-game, he can hit that ball to Tyler Hero, and he's like, okay... Can you get me some buckets? Then Doc and Robertson get you some buckets. And then suddenly you've got Bam Adabayo getting your buckets as well as Dragic. And you look at players and that's a whole team of players who can get you buckets. In the Brooklyn, if those if if one or two of those players aren't getting buckets, they are relying on Jeff Green or
0: DJ. If Andre or... Jordan isn't scoring ten point it isn't scoring ten points a game, let alone whatever he's yeah, doing now. So um, if they have an off
1: game, what what's the like what are they gonna drop into like picking like what are they going to do to come out of that other than shoot
0: more which is hard although, hardest thing although, is
1: I miss, i'm gonna shoot again <laughs> like that's
0: his thing
2: much.
0: although so the the role with harden and kd is very exciting they did it a few times yesterday
1: so, but it is, if it was unreal
0: yeah if you look at it from a purely like okay analytical
1: what like, if you're being realistic you look at them and you say that doesn't work if you look at it as a fan you're like you know what It's going to be fun. Like, there are going to be exciting moments, exciting games. They could be down by 20 and shooting themselves back into it. They could be up by 20 and lose it by defense. We don't know what's going to happen, but we just know that, (laughs)
0: like, there's not going to be a lot of defense. Your nets have massive
2: merchandising
0: potential as well, don't they? Oh, so fashionable, isn't it? Yeah, I, honestly, I, the amount of times I walk around Birmingham and I have seen people with the Brooklyn Nets stuff, the and is, they have—they the like probably don't, don't have any idea what it is. It just looks cool. <laughs> the, thing is, the thing is, that Brooklyn jersey, oh, that black oh, and that white
1: bro- one, the black and white one is something that you can literally just put on, and it will match with most of the things you're wearing. So people will pick that up it's and just it's black black it. Yeah, it's a black. And white That's why guy. Oakland Raiders are like the biggest team in the yeah, game. yeah, because that black and white, that black and white fitted cap goes perfectly with anything you can just. And the and thing that's, is
0: and that and that's why when i see someone wearing a milwaukee but cream city jersey i know exactly <laughs> that this guy knows basketball because who in their you right you mind have to- would have the word cream city <laughs> on? The
2: jer- right.
1: yeah you have to be a real box fan to to even <laughs> to rock that with no yeah it's, it's yeah crazy. i think brooklyn, brooklyn have the opportunity to be that team that you look at and say like okay, if I don't watch basketball, what team am I going to watch? I'll watch one with the three All-Stars on it. <laughs> like, oh, I'll go watch that team. Like, let's just, let's see KD, Harden, Kyrie with the actually really cool jersey who are based in New York, which is a really good place to, like, <laughs> basically, I feel sorry for the Knicks a little bit.
2: Because, <laughs> yeah next time they were starting. trying they were doing so
1: well but no but the knicks were like really like okay we're gonna get kd we're gonna get kd let's just plan for kd and
2: then no no
0: no it wasn't just kd because i thought they were gonna get a top pick and possibly get zion too zion, they wanted in oh their mind God, they, they God. had zion
1: they they could have got zion Kyrie, and kd <laughs> they end
0: up with they ended part? up with Julius <laughs> Randle, bobby Portis. um uh, R.J. Barrett, who's totally the second bet, the, definitely the third bet. <laughs> He's... <laughs> I was going to be sarcastic, but I didn't even want to do it. Um... <laughs> you, you, you kind of cancelled it. Halfway. You're like,
2: definitely the third. Uh, no, I feel bad.
0: <laughs> they've
2: got some good young well, players, though, aren't they? I mean, they, I think, I th- I think up, up until this week, they were doing okay, weren't they? I mean, they got yeah. Emmanuel quickly, who's not really getting yeah. the games yet.
1: I think... Obviously, with there are a lot of teams around the league who, they have potential, and I want to see them. And Nick's are one of them that they started well, and I was like, okay, I'm kind of enjoying this. I like seeing, I like watching basketball games where, you know, you don't know who's going to win. Like, there's no, blo- like, less blowouts. And especially with this kind of era of basketball where it's been a shortened preseason, there's been less of a gap. You kind of see more fatigue on players because, you know, it's been tough. We just see some random games where, like, the Knicks could beat the Warriors. I'm like, I enjoy this. It makes it more fun. And the Knicks do have a – they have a decent team, but obviously compared to what they could have had if they had got that Zion. Like, everyone was, everyone was all in for that Zion sweepstakes, and the Knicks really believed, and then they didn't get that. And it's like, uh, okay. And then they thought okay, they were problem, K- and, like, It was like – But they fucked They fucked Obviously, I watch a lot of, obviously, you know, back with me and stuff and, you know, watching the first takes and, and, you know, it was great watching all these New York guys. Come on, like, no, we're getting we're getting Zion. Zion's coming <laughs> Zion's coming to us and then it was like, ah, but no, we'll get KD. Don't worry, we've got, oh, he's gone to Brooklyn. Oh, no, we'll get, um uh <laughs> there's no one available. Uh Don't worry, next year, <laughs> next draft. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think with the Brooklyn thing, like, they are going to be the most exciting team. They're probably going to be the most, <laughs> like, it's going to be the Lakers on the west one in terms of merchandise and then Brooklyn, they're going to be like the, the the theme that everyone kind of jumps on that bandwagon of. So it's going to make their games even more fun to watch. They're probably going to get more of a social media blow up. Because everyone's going to be watching to see. Because I think you either expect it to work instantly or you expect it to blow up. And because of that, you're going to watch it. It's like a car crash. You have to watch it no matter what. <laughs> like Exactly.
0: And I am excited to watch this car crash, yeah. which is something like, I've never
1: I can't, I can't look away. I'm like there's Kyrie's ego, hard as lead of the ball. KD's said, "Oh no, it could all blow up." And I'm saying like I'm watching it, though let's see. <laughs> like
0: that's like the- watch the game Ky- where Kyrie just walks off. I think Kyrie
1: back. Oh, if Kyrie walks off a game, that's <laughs>
2: do You know what <laughs> with Kyrie, Kyrie as well. Like we don't actually know what's going on, do we? That, like a- they are handling they're at the moment like oh, quite politely protocol. in the media.
1: So, it's been listed as personal reasons. And then so it was this is was the personal reasons to begin with. And then it started off and obviously that's when it came out that he broke the protocols. Then there was talks of him not, they weren't, they, so it's clearly something because they, when they were asking Steve Nash, he was like, he'll definitely play this season. And everyone went, this season, what? Like, what? Like, is what? It, is what? It, like literally, that yeah, question okay. was question like, they were like, is he gonna play this week? And then he was like, he'll play this season. And they were like, whoa, I mean, that wasn't a question we asked. And then obviously he's been out yeah, about yeah. They've been caught doing different things. They were. There's been some like conversations and like some people said it's his mental state. Some people said that um apparently he had a conversation with someone and he was like and then someone told him that, you know, he's the NBA owners own him and that affected his mind state with the stuff in the really? capital, stuff like
0: that. So there's been uh, the stuff with it because uh, he's one of the he's the vice president of the m MB. MB, MB, mbpa so good. yeah him iguodala uh, chris paul's the president uh, there's a bunch yeah. of others but he, he goes behind their backs all the time and like yeah. i'd be pissed things, I uh, think... the fact that this guy has power it, it... Oh, don't get me wrong he's a voice but also sure. you know <laughs> You, you need to the think. Thing the thing is like
1: it, it goes both ways. Sometimes, like sometimes, so we, like, we had this conversation a lot um at the you know when we were restarting last year, coming into the bubble, and we spoke about it a lot. When he was like, "No, I'm just not going to play," and I was like, "Why would you not play?" And he was always like, "No, we're not playing." I, well, like, I didn't play
0: anyway because
1: yeah. recovering from he was surgery. Like, and then he was like, "I was like, what plan do you have in terms of like if you like?" The problem no, was like I,
0: he was probably saying that you should play.
1: But that's the thing, he goes back and forth so much because LeBron came out and said, yeah. I'm going to play and going to deal with social issues. Kyrie said, I'm not going to play. And the thing is, people looking at him going, well, then what? What are we going to do? And he never has that second point. He knows what, like, and I think you can tell he cares. You can tell that his heart's actually in the right place. I actually don't mean any ill will on Kyrie when I talk about his ego. No, I, I think being a top sports right star, sometimes you kind of need that ego and, you know, yeah, like Kyrie does. was the- Kyrie was the one who, when he was out for the first Cavs Warriors, said, if I wasn't injured, we'd have won. And then people laughed at him. And then when they were 3-1 down, they were still laughing at him. Then he came back, hit the shot over Steph, and they won that championship. Like, he's a great player. And he's... And obviously, sometimes that Eagles needed. But I think he still needs... He's been trying to sometimes... Sometimes it feels like he's trying to surpass LeBron. He's trying to, like, get out of that shadow. Like, so everything he does, he's trying to do bigger. Sometimes it kind of seems like he has a good idea and then never really thinks it through or never, like, he could be out for a really important reason or strong reason, but the way he acted, the way he's out is what caused people to look at him and go, something's wrong there, like, why are you on social media without a mask? Why are you in um, Zoom calls with your team playing? Like, there are other players who would be out for a week and be quiet. Kawhi does it well. If Kawhi was out, you wouldn't hear anything from Kawhi, that'd be it. And then he come back and we just say it was personal reasons and we just move on. But it's a robot. Kyrie Kyrie magnetizes drama around him. Yeah. And, just, and the thing is, the media love it because it's headlines. And obviously, the problem is like he hasn't learned or grown up, and he's not young enough for it's for us to say, Oh, he's just because he's young, he's meant to be in his prime. So that means that and obviously I know that there's been a like this has been a tough year for him with everything going on. Like, him and Kobe were like really close. And I know that there was a lot of things like mm-hmm. on his head. And I know that if he's trying to take that weight on and try and do more, I think he just need to take a step back and just think. I like, just right. think about the
0: so, there was something that, you know, Steven, Stephen, A went on a rant and said that Kyrie Irving should retire. Uh, like he said that, and like, you know, there was a the bit at the end where he mentioned Kobe Bryant and he basically, he basically said, Kobe was one of your best friends. Uh, yeah. He was a brother. Do you think Kobe Bryant would do anything like this?
1: No, I'm not saying No, think about. Do you think it about It doesn't like, matter.
0: We Even when he was injured, sometimes he'd yeah. play.
1: I think it's like, like okay. I'm not. I'm not, not going to advocate players playing when they're injured if they would like. Unless it's like a. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah the no. Finals maybe, but obviously, you know, Kobe built differently, and you know that's his thing. But the thing with Kyrie, I think. You, you're looking at these players, he's been around. He's been around Kobe, he's been around LeBron. He's currently with KD. Like, he's around players who have had the experience and they clearly like care about him. They A lot of people respect him, a lot of people want him to do well. I think he just needs to, maybe even if it's this season, once he comes back, he needs to be all focused on basketball. If, if I'm Kyrie, I'm doing yeah, yeah, everything I can yeah. to make this big three work. If I have to touch the ball less, fine. If I'm going to start defending more and do more intensity, I'm going to show it on the court because clearly, when I come off the court and say things, I keep messing up. So let's let, let the ball do the let the ball talk because otherwise, if this fucks up, it's it's going to look bad on him because it's going mm. to be him. He's going to be the scapegoat of this no matter what happens because people are going to it's look at it much, and say, yeah. people are going to look at it and it's say, if it, fail, it's his it's his head. Fam, well, you, they've got Slim Reaper. They've got Mark Henry. They, like
0: <laughs> he, he, aye, aye, the, aye. He, dro- he, 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 somehow lost all that weight. Okay, in like, I
1: he think it was just a bad angle. <laughs> it's, it's a mixture of a, it's a mixture
0: bro, of a bad angle. Bro, he was moving <laughs> around. How many bad angle? <laughs> nah, the thing is, I think I'm, I'm convinced he was wearing something under his shirt. Like Uncle at a barbecue,
1: bro. I'm convinced he was wearing something under his shirt. Nah, he needed, you know, he needed to be the uncle. He needed slides and a wing and like this. And know they've been like, "Yo, it's Uncle Harden, Uncle James." But um, I yeah, I, I think yeah, it was Waterway, and I think clearly once he got traded to Brooklyn, he was like, "All right, let me take off this weighted jacket I've got underneath." They'll never really know the true me. I'm ready because <laughs> there's no way, unless man had some surgery, we don't know. No, the last three.
0: uh you're probably not familiar with Naruto, but, but there's a there's a bit there's a, a character called Rockley. And like he fights a character, and they're like, Oh, it's so impressive. And then he's like, Oh, I'll take off my training weights. And they're like, Ah, oh, uh, training weights. And he drops them, and they're like two <laughs> megaton bombs going off. And everyone's <laughs> like, What the fuck? That, that was James Harden. He dropped his weights, and now he's going to go off.
1: Yeah, and I think the thing is, regular season, these guys are going to be electric, you know. And obviously, it's going to be an, obviously, we need to see if they do train anything. We need to see how Kyrie come back affects it. And we need to see you know because if they don't trade anything oh god it, yeah it really is gonna be rough for them like it's gonna be like, but right, you know
2: I, even even in postseason right you just need i don't know like get a couple of blowouts in early you never yeah, know right the thing is, the thing is defense with
1: championships and it's like yeah. so the thing is so and the problem with obviously the playoffs is i it's not like a if it was if this is like a football cup game I'm, be- I'm betting Brooklyn because I'm saying you're going to score more goals than the seen. team. But if I've got time to play you once, work out your game plan, and I've got five different ways to play you, but you've only got one way to play me, a, I'm going to a, bring a, you in. A, in, a se-
0: in, a, in a seven game series, the Brooklyn Nets can blow you out one game, 150 to 99, but they will lose four games. The is,
1: I, I, they can blow you out 150 99. I can beat you 100 to 100. And, 100 to 99, and it's still one one. There's no difference, and that's the thing. So, yeah, one one, and that's the problem. And then if they end up going through tough defensive games, and like suddenly if Brooklyn have to beat like let's say they have to beat Philly by seven, and then the next game they've got it's oh no, we've got Milwaukee by. They have time to game plan them, and it's going to be like, and then they don't want to face Miami because they don't have the defense to stop all of that. Like there's too much firepower there. If Joel Embiid decides if Joel Embiid takes that ball and says, Yo, come and get it from me, I'm in the middle, with the players they've got, no one's stopping him. Like,
0: oh, yeah, well, yeah. Whoever offense with Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid will eat. Joel Embiid, Embiid and
1: Ben Simmons. Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons with that height. And then you've got Danny, I can green it sometimes when I want to, maybe not. <laughs> Jake <laughs> like, Milton. Jake Milton and and then Seth Curry. <laughs> like suddenly you're looking at that and you're like, ah, like they're basically the teams in the East are built so well that you're looking at them and going, okay, we've got a lot of great teams, and you are a great big three. Hopefully, if you all play well together.
0: Oh we no, yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, one if they're going to be I mean, a great big three, I mean, someone's going to have I mean, to take a back seat. And I, like Miami I said, I don't see any yeah. of them doing it. And the one person year, I think could do it shouldn't.
1: do it, yeah, I know. I'm thinking Miami didn't win the first year, like it's tough. Big threes aren't easy. There's chemistry issues and. Like egos, and who took the last shot? Like, are, you... <laughs> are we all taking the last shot? Like, together, like, team. Like, it's there's a lot to work on, and in a shortened season, <laughs> that's probably not what. Like, if I was going to do this, I'd want the summer to work together. I'd want a good preseason. I'd want the full 8 2 games. And currently, we're doing it in the shortened Corona season where these might <laughs> be out for a week with like self isolating if anything happens and whatever. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be.
2: I mean, it's, it's, gonna gonna a lot, it's
1: gonna give us content for the whole season, so we're good.
2: <laughs> we're <sorry. laughs> it's yeah, the yeah, kick a lot yeah. of people will need to watch the NBA because I, I like I, w- I will say like as somebody who's been a bit more casual, I think since Corona started, it's hard to like follow every single sport all yeah. the time. Um, like this, this immediately right catches my interest. I'm gonna be watching Nets yeah. now.
1: And i think i think if it's going to catch casual fan then i'm like you know let's go let's let's just and the thing is if the time especially on twitter and instagram if a timeline catches something and let's say brooklyn got by everyone's gonna be like oh they're doing and so, let me go watch them and suddenly it's gonna be like gonna become must see good or bad no matter what happens chris is gonna have another 10 minute rant
0: to go like <laughs> yes yeah well well the thing <laughs> is it's going to be a long season but we're going to take it one week at a time and that's exactly what we're going to do what Kyrie has Podcast and what Kyrie <laughs> hasn't done so i think i think we should call it there but you'll see us again next week not not with dan but we i think i think we'd have dan on again at some point I, I really enjoyed dan being here if you got a you got a, you got a handle you want to shout out dan you want to shout out your twitter
2: yeah, you can follow me if you want at Raza Journal. Um, my my, co- my my content's a little bit eclectic at the moment. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but there you go. Um, <laughs> really, really yeah, give a follow. You know, like
0: yeah,
1: honestly, talking. Um, if you yeah, and if you enjoy sports, you generally check out the whole cast. I actually do enjoy listening yeah. to that. that great. if you it, it, um, if you like if you want, Villa, if you want really dodgy podcast. memes, then Raza know. Know. If you yeah. want to see.
2: <laughs> follow M- TikTok. M- uh, it's, no, interesting. No, not follow TikTok. Do not follow Yeah, don't follow my TikTok. I'm not you do not don't follow my TikTok. Um, learn learn was it been a pleasure to have you on. Have you on. Yeah, yeah, it's up. been great. Like, you know what? It's not the first time I've ever been on air with Davian, which is funny, but it's the first no, time it's I've been not. on air with Chris, which is it's just great hey, to like, hey, 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 this time you're on my show. <laughs> 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 hey, nah, All right, I, well, I think we're great. gonna have
0: to call it we're gonna have to call a timeout
1: uh yeah, really come out
2: yes no no
1: come out the stream <laughs> that was left. Come <laughs> he's gone <laughs> i come the stream. Man said all the "Qualify, you dumb i can see you in the bottom but yeah uh, it's been fun he's in, he's literally in the bottom of the the stream yard with his face on the camera but um yeah that's been fun i mean we'll definitely have you one again if you, you know you want to come back on
2: <laughs> yeah man no definitely definitely it gives me more of a reason to like actually stay up late as well and watch more of the games live yeah it's been the thing with corona is like
1: basketball is one of the sports where i'd have been happy to go watch a game especially the sunday evening one because you can go get food like food and watch it and that'd have been chill but corona's kind of got everyone locked indoors so (laughs) but yeah i'll I'll bring it back for the i'll bring back the outro sorry come back oh my god can't believe (laughs) you kicked me
0: out of my own podcast (laughs) i
1: got the power anyway um i've been Damien. i've been cj um Twitter handles hey guys, you know, from bottom the bottom underscore timeout podcast. We out have... Stop trying to